spoiling your dinner with Taco Bell. No, if we were a weird TV family, we'd all be sitting on the same side of the table so the camera could catch us. I mean, you and can do camera in the middle. Maybe our TV sitcom has the camera overhead. Or the spinning dinner. camera, like uh, the 70s show. That 70s oh, show. Oh, yeah, when they uh, smoke weed. <laughs> That's not what they do. No, they're just there's just smoke just in the garage. Yeah. And everybody looks happy. It's, it's, it's from happy the earth. smoke. Yeah. Happy they're times. vaping. Ooh, they should make that 2010 <laughs> oh, show. <laughs> what a bunch of insufferable <laughs> bastards would be featured on that. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, April the 29th, 2016. You are tuning in to episode number 126. Stephen Martin. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm exercising over Got here. Got your jazzercise going on while we were I'm doing the twist. The whole... <laughs> I'm doing this... The entire episode, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to break eye contact. Okay. With you. It's good. Do you do that? Neil Bonham. Hello. How are you today, sir? I'm great. That's good to hear. I'm not exercising. No, you don't need to exercise. That's yeah. one calorie. I love you just the way you are. Thank you. Vaughn Venters. Hi. How are you today, sir? Pretty good. I did my DDR earlier in the day. Vaughn already so. exercised, so he doesn't have to exercise during the show. Sorry, I was working. Yeah, I know. We have a special guest this week, everyone. Are you excited? I'm always excited. Who isn't? I'm excited. Returning from episode number 118. Is that how we're going to start off? That's how we're going to start it. Uh, the founder of King Crow Studios. Cody Louvier, welcome back, sir. Hello, everybody. Hi. Vaughn and Neil were not here last time you graced us with your Just presence. Slackers. That is correct. We that still talk. Great show. But hey, have, three and a half I hours. Have, I have seen this really man was. before, and I've talked to him on numerous occasions. That is correct. Hey, you, you know what I must say about that, though? What's that? That means we probably saved everyone from a six-hour-long podcast. That's probably true, <laughs> actually. Gosh. So, a few weeks later, Cody, I'm glad you came back. Um, since we last spoke on this show, you went and hired me. I did. Good choice. <laughs> I, I assume so. So far, it's been okay. His okay. review's coming up soon. <laughs> but I'm glad you're able to uh, to come back on the show. If you want to hear all about Cody forming King Crow Studios and his past, go check out number uh, episode number 118. We're not going to rehash all of that. 118. 118. It's in the show notes. It is. It'll be in the Click show it. notes. Click the link yes. in the show notes. But this week we're going to start, as we always do, with our intro question. With rumor! Oh. No, that was last week. Damn. The script, the script was is so back excited. on the tracks. <laughs> so for this week's intro Emails. question. No. <laughs> we do have an email. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. Email. Pager messages. Is that how we start this off? <laughs> that is, this is what happens Bring when you mess up Great ideas to the podcast. <laughs> uh, this week people celebrated Aliens. The film franchise. Oh. And, you know, I just a- whatever. Alien. Not, not, yep. not the new character in Mortal Kombat XL? Not that dude? I mean, he, it he is, is the alien. alien. You can play Vaughn, that. you've inspired yeah. my intro question that I already had in my head. So, Vaughn, I'm going to let you go first. For this week's intro question, I want to know your favorite video game alien. Favorite video game alien? Okay, so what co- constitutes as Not an of alien. this planet not- Earth. Oh, man. Hmm. Come on, there's a okay. lot. There is a lot. That's what makes it a tough one. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Huh. Man, I've stumped Vaughn. There's so many. There's so many choices. Uh, come back to me on that. One. Oh, that's no fun. You came up with the question in your mind that I, I didn't even had come up with the mind. question. Does <laughs> you anybody have came up with it? An answer to your favorite video game aliens i have mine but i don't want to go first i'm the host That's well what is work. adam what's your yeah favorite? You go, let's, yeah let's, adam what's let's yours break the norm you oh, go first okay <laughs> you've never gone first well i'm a fan of the mass effect series unlike someone else at this table i've um, never gone on record with my <laughs> official opinion of mass effect as a series and my favorite romance option in mass effect <laughs> was liar to sony I was waiting to hear Garrus. I don't know why. <laughs> Everyone loves to dance when you're late, when you're a fem chef and you try to romance Garrus. So I'm gonna go with her because she's cool and she makes force fields and kicks ass by the end of Mass Effect Three. Even though Mass Effect Three is a bad video game. Yeah, and one was too. Mass Effect Two was great. Two though. was great. Two was, yeah, two was. Yeah. Two was fantastic. One and three two are terrible. Good. So I'm gonna go with uh, the Artisoni or the or the Monstars from Space Jam, whichever one you want to go with. What, can I cheat and 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 say like a whole Resident Evil Four? There are no aliens. There's no aliens in that. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going to say that. But Bloodborne, man, that's that's filled with cosmic. Uh, that's true. Yeah, you know, okay. horrors, so to speak. So but I can't pick just one. All, They're all, all of so them. special. <laughs> so just like collectively, all of them, all of um, them from Bloodborne. I don't think you can fit them in a room because some of them are big. Yeah, but it'd break the roof. That we would. It was this roof. <laughs> Well, uh, one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. of a series that I love and have played over many, many years... Glacius. ...is the uh, last Lombax in the universe. Whoa, That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, uh, you know... He counts. He is not Mr. of this Ratchet. planet Earth. This episode Mr. brought is to not, you by not Now in theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a snarky... Not raccoon. Yeah, he's like. So you make that dream. It's, it's, it's actually very. It's actually funny because like the original voice actor is the guy he's that dead. plays. Uh, oh. No, is the guy like so? You know, you say snarky like mm-hmm. attitude, but then like his next character was uh, Titus oh. from Final oh. Fantasy X, like uh-huh. very whiny, uh-huh. and problems. <laughs> so yeah, good answer. I hate you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. I think. I'm trying to find my answer to this question, and I'm—I feel bad because I don't know the facts for this. But Earthworm Jim's nemesis, Psycho, was that also a crow on the planet that had a power suit fall on it? Because all I remember him is coming from space um, and tracking down Earthworm Jim. So I'm gonna go with that as I'll my answer. It. I'll allow it. Okay. This is so Psycho. Okay. I have to change my answer. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> The, well, before you change yours, I'll go ahead. And okay. <laughs> well, maybe, what if you, we have the same answer? Then we'll high-five each other. That'd be cool. Y'all should uh, say it at the same time. I'm going to say Lavos from Chrono Trigger. Ooh. Ooh. That's a, oh, yeah. Was that your answer, Stephen? No. Nothing like a parasitic, like, giant creature sucking the life out of the planet. Saying, mm-hmm. fuck you to 1999. Pretty much. Ooh, <laughs> Multiple dimensions at that. M-rated yeah. show. <laughs> Um, you're all wrong, and so was I, so it's okay. But the best alien in a video game ever, it, it's two, it's Toe Jam and Earl. Come on, <laughs> oh, Dan. Those guys oh, are great. Shit. I kept they, thinking I 90s. I'm like, what am I missing from the 90s? Go so I can't them. separate them, and mm-hmm. I won't. Well, the guys okay, are great. great. Well, they're one the entity, game, though. The game is pretty boring. What's that? I, I think they're one entity, Toe Jam and Toe Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. That's really like one name. Elemento. You know, it's yes. one letter. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam. Those games were so fun. That At least the art. first one. I never played the I second. I never liked one. any of them. I just liked the first one because it was just different. You it know, was 1992 funky. A game where you just run around opening presents. 
That's yeah. cool. So and that jamming. is all you did? Yeah. Okay, uh, and jam. That's you all jam. You and dance. you jam. There's, yeah. there's okay. freestyle yeah. dancing. That's yeah. all I ever did in the game, and I thought I was missing well, the game. Yeah, you, d- you did, because you have to find spaceship parts, which yeah. later you do in Pikmin. Yeah. But you did it in Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, and I actually... Uh, not of Earth, but on Earth. Yeah. That's like, true. I, I would say that... Spoiler alert. Is Olimar human? I don't think any no, of those no. things. Oh, no. no. He's from... He's like no. this big. He's from yeah, another like planet. Inches. And he's, he's, he's not. He's not even taller than this amiibo. The Olimar amiibo is probably bigger than... Olimar. That's true. No, that's actually probably pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. It's actually uh, that's, that's life size. Yeah, life size amiibo. Ooh, ah. Uh, There's also uh, Deoxys from Pokemon. That's that's, uh, that's pretty cool. That's like what? Another two, answer. The Prince from Katamari. Yeah, yeah. Oh, any of them. Yeah. <laughs> the King of the Cosmos. Yeah, he's oh, great. Why wasn't I thinking about that? That's the only cosplay that I ever actually want to do. Is it's King of the Cosmos. Cosmos. Can I be your Katamari? Dude, we can go as a group. We need all the other ones. We need every other Katamari pusher that's around. Uh, I would love to bring that back. I'm sure they're going to do a mobile thing soon. Yeah. I think I like, read something about it. It's that. out in all most the territories. Okay. It's just not here yet. Not gotcha. Here. Cool. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me this evening. Cody, I wanted to have you on again this week because. Um, uh, on at LSU last week, we had uh, some video game talks, the video game symposium. Vaughn, we heard his recollection of it from when he went as an observer. But I want to yes. know more about the other side because you know we showed off Quest of Souls and stuff while we were there, and you got to meet a lot of cool people. I unfortunately was at the end of the Earth in the most southern region of Louisiana last week for work, so I wasn't able to to make it. But you go I wanted to, to some hear interesting places. I do go work. to some interesting places for work, but I wanted to hear um, the other side of the coin. Sure. So we were uh, set up kind of in the hub where everyone was walking by to go to the talks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, as far as I know, uh, LSU, in addition to a couple other organizations, got together to bring some uh, um, large-scale video game company, uh, you know, um, workers down here. And they had people that were doing music. They had artists. They had, uh, you know, VPs of production. Mm -hmm. Um, So they really had a a, a varied uh, group of video game developers. And some of them weren't even developers. There was a video game lawyer that was there uh, just because he wanted to see what was going on here and i'm a sure video game lawyer i know he's, he's made of pixels <laughs> yeah he, his, his briefcase game? opens up and it's a regular <laughs> nintendo um <laughs> Uh, they were all really cool. Uh, so I did a presentation for them at the tech park beforehand and kind of mm-hmm. explained to them what, what we're trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to do. And then uh, they got a, a private demonstration of all the games that the tech park is offering and a tour of the facility. After that, we went to the symposium, and we set up all of our games again over there. So I was not expecting there to be so many other people set up there. Oh, yeah. um, I, well, I, my knowledge was limited to what I read online, and I knew there would be some people there. But So we got to see a lot of the best LSU you know, digital talent showcasing what they're working on right now. So like student like projects? Like totally. Project and stuff. Uh, sometimes cool. uh, their final project, oh, like yeah. what they've been working on the entirety of their uh, scholastic career. That's crazy. Um, and, and some people were there by themselves. Some people had an entire team. Um, there was actually a, a cool group of, of uh, students that were making a game called uh, I think it was Don Capo um, and I talked to a couple of them because it's a pixel graphic game as well and uh, they some of the artists were walking by I was handing some stickers and they led me over there so I checked out their stuff I've been talking to them since because we're trying to connect with LSU to a, a really high degree you know I mm-hmm. want I want there to be a lot of transparency and us to work together and try to keep that talent here in Louisiana instead of running off to 
anywhere else that the, Austin, Seattle, right. uh, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Montreal. Montreal yeah. Yes, uh, and and so we got to showcase to these people, these important people in the industry, what we're actually working on. Um, and we got to, and what I think we were able to impart to them the most is, and they recognize this, is the passion that we all have here mm-hmm. in Louisiana for what like, we're hey, doing. we exist, guys. Like, we not only exist, but we love what we're doing. Uh, every mm-hmm. one of the indie developers that I've met, like it's not just like this is not just a job. This is not just I'm paying bills doing this. Excuse me. This is like uh, life goals. Uh, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, this this is what I've wanted to do all my life, and I will continue to try my hardest to make it better, no matter what the obstacle is in front of me, because this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people got to see that, and I got to have some very heartfelt conversations with some video game developers who are very prestigious, uh, and they, you know, it was it was reassuring to be able to talk to them, and they can see what we're actually doing down here in Louisiana. Uh, just to do some name drops, um, I got to meet the uh, and this is this is OG, the art director of Secret of Evermore, Secrets of Evermore. Yeah. Um, he was over there just scoping out the pixels, and he came by to talk to me. And uh, he's he was there for Guild Wars too. But then uh, while he's talking, and and he had a lot to say about pixels and and how how it's a delicate art. And so you know I'm I'm, tr- I'm getting more information. He's like, yeah, you know I worked on this game. I kind of was the art director for Secret of Evermore. And and I immediately I was like, oh man, because uh, we modeled our swamp level after their swamp level. You know, like we took a lot of pixel inspiration out of there. So I'm showing him all the cool stuff, and then I pass, you know, my artist. I'm like, hey man, this is the, the art director of Secret Evermore. And then he talks to uh, Matthew Toronto, and he's like, Matthew, this is the guy. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool chain reaction of, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, how how obscure would I have known that that guy was there yeah. unless he told me? Because that wasn't in his bio. His bio right. was, you know, all Guild Wars too. But so we actually got to talk to people that directly doing things that we're basing our game on. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and then there's a couple other people that stopped by to talk to us about music production. And we had High Voltage, uh, had a lot of people representing there. I mean, Guild Wars 2 uh, had a huge amount of people that were mm-hmm. there talking. And then um, In Exile Entertainment, uh, 343. Um, 343. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was, I'm trying to remember all of them there, and I feel bad. Uh, Infinity did their talk, too. And uh, mm-hmm. it was it was a really amazing experience to be able to showcase what we're doing um, and meet all these people. And I felt like a dunce because I <laughs> left early. Well, not early, but I left on time. You know, like we had been there from one to it even extended because everyone was having so much fun. So we packed up and left. Like after they were like, all right, everybody shut down. I mean, my stuff packs up in like less than two minutes. It's a laptop and a banner. And uh, I left and then I found out that like a lot of those game devs uh, hung out with all those people and like went to dinner with oh, them and stuff afterwards. No. And, and in my head, I'm like, I'll never make this mistake again. <laughs> I was like, I will be the last person at every event from here on until the end of time. So it was really, really cool, though, man. Uh, mm-hmm. We got we got a lot of great feedback. We got a lot of exposure, and then we met a lot of students that I think we'll even be able to work with in the future. That's awesome. That's really cool. And um, you know, Vaughn talked last week. He finally got the chance to play Necro Ball, and that's it a lot was, of fun. It, it can be hype. A lot of fun. But then Neil and I had fun playing it back at PAX when I didn't even know you know who you were. So that's that's definitely cool hearing you know the other side uh, of the. I don't know, coin. coin. Yeah. And and on top of that, as far as Necroball is concerned, uh, we're talking to people right now to see if that's something that we should uh, enhance and build upon uh, more sooner than later and try to get that out to the public as either a promotional tool or still working with uh, you know marketing and finance people to see what kind of logistics this is, but to see 
if that could be our litmus test um, mm-hmm. and also a way to get our name out there or if that's a standalone product that we should do alone because enough people like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people, and I know at conventions that saw the game, and they probably think Quest of Souls is Necroball. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm positive. That's you know? the first thing I played at PAX. Exactly. And I was like, okay, this is what Sam described. This is pretty cool. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, this is not an RPG at all. You're like, <laughs> yeah. this is like a sport. And you know, there's stuff happening and there's a skull flying around. Yeah. So we're, there's, uh, we've had so much stuff go on in the past month as far as like people we've been meeting with, opportunities mm-hmm. we've, uh, we've opened up. And it's been, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting leveling up in my game developer, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, adventuring class every single day. Yeah, it's really cool. And hopefully the next one I'll be able to be able to make it. So um, another reason I wanted to have you come talk to us is I understand you got into the Battleborn beta. I did. Which was going on uh, last weekend, I believe. So tell me about that. Battleborn was super fun. Um, I've only watched Overwatch to make comparisons, but um, as a firm uh, team-based fun shooter game, like I like Global Agenda, like uh, I'm trying to think of other cool ones. Uh, I mean, you know, like Quake. Call of Duty. Call of Duty is not one of them. Uh, <laughs> Tribes and but, uh, um, Monday Night Combat. Is that one of those? I, okay. I wanted to love Monday Night Combat, and yeah. I tried playing it so much. But it didn't click. It didn't for me, and yeah. I don't know what it was. Uh, Maybe, you know, Friday Night Combat would have been better? <laughs> Who likes Monday nights? I don't True. So. I mean, they're trying to revitalize Mondays, and it failed. I think they were. Yeah. <laughs> but Team oh, well. Fortress is another one. But uh, So team-based shooters. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the diversity of the characters. Um, and so I, each one kind of plays differently. As far like as I was able yeah. to, to play, um, each one was was fairly different. Mm-hmm. Now you still had your base core shooter, you know, like that was yeah. that was part of everything. What's the main objective? Is is it it's more to of an objective win. based? To thank, win. thank you, yes. Neil. <laughs> yes. Is it? Because I've heard like the word MOBA thrown around with this game. Some like a shooter MOBA. Is that accurate? I would say some of the game modes were shooter shooter MOBA esque. Okay. Shmoba. Shmoba. Uh, but the uh, but I, I'm trying to remember now if there was anything else that wasn't. But you you definitely I felt like it was more of multiplayer Borderlands. Uh, okay. When we were doing the story, and they did stuff. make that game. So it, well, you will immediately the first mission that you go to. It just sounds and feels like Borderlands. Does like, Cage the Elephant start playing and uh, ain't no rest for the wicked? See, that would have been perfect. <laughs> but the voice acting, uh, even mm-hmm. the pacing and how they deliver their comedy is exactly the same. Is it the same art style? Like that heavy cell shaded kind of cartoony I don't run around? think it is. No, what it's I look a, like it's – I mean it, it looks normal. like it's like the same engine, mm-hmm. but it's not the same art Because yeah. to be honest, I mean they, they had a big presence at E3 last year. They had giant like statue and they were trying to make it all esports and I really couldn't care less about – so I didn't really get a chance to check it out. It's something something about it and something that we're dealing with right now as we're trying to find out what, what Quest of Souls sounds best as. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, what I'm kind of thinking because like, when I hear the word MOBA, like mm-hmm. I mean that stands for like multiplayer, multiplayer online, online battle arena. So Randy, like, Randy it, Pitchford addressed that. Is, is it like – I mean Call of Duty is a battle arena. Like, uh, and it's I guess multiple so. players online. A better description <laughs> of Battleborn is that it is an FPS, hobby-grade, co-op campaign, genre-blended, multi-mode, competitive esports, meta-growth, choice, plus epic Battleborn heroes. I like it. Man, that's I the, thought what a description. <laughs> that definitely sums it up better. Wow. Fantasy twin stick. I think that's yes, yeah, I know. Shooter was, so, so, yeah, Souls was that gives you a better idea what Battleborn actually is. <laughs> yeah. it's not so, mo- so take not a moment, MOBA. process that, right. and then tell us what you think he just said. It's a MOBA. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. That's what. I, that's the only thing I can think of. It, it was that I like the characters a lot. Now, mm-hmm. there's one thing, and I read other people 
made reviews about this as well or, or made comments about it. It was a bit chaotic for me. Yeah. Um, really? With so... the description I just read, that <laughs> game is chaotic? That makes no sense. No, purely uh, special effects. Like, and that, it was just that all the explosions were really, really big. And a if, lot of particle effects. A lot of particle, of tons of particle killer effects. killer instinct is just seeping into other... E- everywhere. Things. Did numbers fly out of their heads when you shot somebody? Or? Oh, crap, I can't remember right now. That, that's definitely a borderline. Yeah. You know, I don't think it did the same thing like that. I, I feel like there might have been a health bar. Unfortunately, I can't recall that I directly. can't remember if Overwatch does it either. I'm trying to think. I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know when Tracer shoots people and hears the storm, numbers pop out of their head. Hmm. But So I want to think it is. But I'm not, again, I've only played that a couple times. A month or so ago. So one of the coolest things I liked about Battleborn, and one of the ways you know, mobile stuff or whatever, you unlock characters by hard currency or an immense amount of soft currency, blah 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 blah. Uh, as you played through the story, the bosses were unlocked as playable characters. Okay. And to unlock other characters, you had to win with the type of character you were playing as. So like my character that I really liked was like the first boss of the the first level. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I think uh, Ickis or something like that. And he was an awesome looking. He's like a skull in a jar and a mech, and he's got machine guns. And he turns into a turret, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, no, mm-hmm. it, it worth it. Uh, play, nice. Playing, getting him unlocked, and then playing as him, and he sounded like he was trying to be uh, a Borderlands comedian the entire time. Okay. Like all of the comments, even the taunts, everything sounds like it. Uh, but I had I had an exceptional amount of fun playing the single player and doing that. And then whenever I played in the PvP, I don't want to say this because then people change it. But he might have been broken that character because <laughs> I I mean I, I was in the zone a few times, but there was a lot of decimation. And after a while, I was like I was like this feels unfair. Mm-hmm. Whenever I got into turret mode, I there's little people could do to stop me. If I saw them, I could focus both of the, the shots that I had on them to mm-hmm. kill them in, in a ludicrous amount, short amount of time. Interesting. But that's about it. So don't nerf whatever he is. <laughs> so there is a single-player component. Um, or... I'm sorry. It was uh, it was co-op, but it was not against uh, enemies. It, it was, was like kind a... of bots or something? It or... was basically multiplayer Borderlands. You had okay. bosses. You had uh, NPCs. You had normal enemies that you were going up against. My, my main concern with this game is I feel like it's going to fall victim to what Evolve did last year. Like, they try to hype up Evolve as some big esports shooter, and they did the exact same thing at E3 with Evolve, and and it kind of fell flat on its face because it didn't have any legs. Well, and I, I mean, the problem with Evolve is that there's, like, only one way to play it, and that one way is not fun. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> correct. The game is just not fun. That's right? a really good Evolve way to describe it. Evolve is just like, not fun. And, and yeah. so it's like when people try to do other things, like, a lot of the community hates that people try to play the game like a Call of Duty, and mm-hmm. you can't play the game like a Call now, of Duty. Now, if you had a, a crew you rolled with in Evolve and everyone played their fucking role, like, yeah, I'm sure you could have fun with it. When you played the Battleborn beta, were you just running by yourself? Or were you playing with friends? Or Both. Okay. Had, so I, sometimes when it was just me and some randos, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, really, I, I think it's also because the game never felt like it was too difficult. Yeah, okay. like when you're playing Borderlands and you're like something you know, shit hits the fan, but you can still somehow survive if you play intelligently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I felt the game was most of the time. Okay. I don't ever remember getting to a point where I was like, "Oh, this is too hard." Um, but they did have some uh, some like multi-stage boss battles where at one point in time you're fighting a boss and then you got to go chase him into another room, then you got to gas everything in the room, you got to chase him back out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was there was there was a whole lot of really complex stuff like that. Um, overall, though, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the the multiplayer element. Uh, I don't feel like having terabad players would be too detrimental to the single player. Or, I mean, like okay. the, the co-op stuff you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. That would more affect you if you're doing uh, PvP. Okay. 
which I only did a very I did a small amount of it enough to go okay this is really cool but I don't want to unlock stuff and keep playing and try to get right. stuff if it's gonna wipe you know or start all over again. And you're playing on PC? Correct. Okay. It, it's interesting this this and Overwatch coming out within three weeks of each other. I mean the Overwatch open beta starts when this comes out. Yeah. And while they oh. might not be exactly the same, a lot of people are comparing them and they are kind of similar, cartoony, over the top, hero based, class based shooters. So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, plays out. A mushroom man and a monkey. Those are like the two poster <laughs> childs that I have in my head for both of those. They need to go up against each other. So I didn't have much fun the couple of times I played Overwatch, but I was playing by myself, and I was kind of bad because I'm not used to keyboard and mouse shooters. I'm used to a controller. I know that's heathenism. Could you not plug in the controller and have it compatible on your PC? I never thought about that, but I also was like, I should be playing this with keyboard and mouse because it's on PC, you know. <laughs> well, it's, that's understandable. So he's a trackball. So yeah, there you go. That, oh, that's God. how the pros play it these days. So, but I, I might check it out and try again. I know my sister's boyfriend and some of his friends are really excited about Overwatch, so I'll get into that. Battleborn, I don't know if enough people get it. I might play it, but I think Overwatch is going to take it. Unfortunately, I think so too. Blizzard's track record is too much, exclusively, yeah. because people are going to have it. The whole thing about Blizzard games is every time you try to play one Blizzard game, you have to play all of them. You see all of them. Yeah, so exactly. so every time I'm playing Hearthstone right now, I see Overwatch. Mm -hmm. I see Heroes of the Storm. I see Diablo. I see World of Warcraft. I see them And all. they always inter Start interact playing. with each other now. You know, you got to play WoW to get the new Paladin character portrait in Hearthstone. If you mm -hmm. pre-order Overwatch, the Origins Edition, you get Tracer in Heroes of the Storm yeah. among in a card back in Hearthstone and a mount or something in WoW. They, so Blizzard does that thing where... They give you other items when you pre-order one of their games, so then you're like, well, I might as well check out this other game to see what item I got. How does this Hearthstone card mount look in World of Warcraft? <laughs> exactly. I want to fly around on a giant card. Do you know how long they've been doing that? Forever. I remember buying, uh, I think it was uh, Rock and Roll Racing, because it had <laughs> a character from Lost Vikings in it. <laughs> it sure so did. So I was like, I gotta get this, because wow. I love Lost Vikings, so. Wow. I want to do that in every single game we've ever made. Yeah. Like, hey, and Toki. <laughs> Plus, you know, Rock and Roll Racing is really good. Mm -hmm. So, that was sure. a fun game back in <laughs> 1990X. So, it was Lost Vikings. Yeah, they were both great. They were both mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Lost Vikings is in Heroes of the Storm. Exactly. See? Blew now, my mind when I saw that. Now, we just need the Rock and Roll Racing card. Is what? there a Blackthorn? There's Thorn? Blackthorn, man. What's he up to? Yeah. They had that April Fool's joke where he's like fighting a shark on a surfboard. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> what? Oh, it was so good. Oh yeah, they, they made an announcement of a Blackthorn 2, and he's surfing, <laughs> and he's got a shotgun, and he's shooting a shark while surfing. Is he jumping over wow. the shark? He's surfing. No, yeah, well, he's maybe. Jumping jumping shark. That game did not come out. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so besides uh, Battleborn Beta, what else have you been up to? I mean, uh, if you can take a break from making games and play anything else. I, d I have played a little bit here and there, um, so I, I make sure to play at least... Of an hour or two every couple of days just to keep myself current in addition yeah, to the regular sure. reading. Insane. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, insane. Um, I, I feel like it's only necessary. <laughs> and uh, so we'll, we'll see how everyone else reacts to this. But, um, oh, man, Orcs Must Die Unchained. Have you guys seen anything about that game? Uh, I, is that the one that was on the Flash sale? I think that was on Flash sale. It's free to play. So if you well, might have console. Okay, okay, so maybe I don't I don't know the console stuff. So for PC, um, it's just like Orcs Must Die and Orcs Must Die Two, except for you get oh, to play wait, it with no, friends. That's what I saw it on because I always scroll through the free Steam stuff, and I saw that, and I was like, eh, this seems kind of interesting. If <laughs> you like uh, setting up traps and hallways for enemies, that. that's yes. one of my favorite things. Yes. I like doing it for my cats. <laughs> then you'll love this game. Uh, it's it's 
it's multiplayer version of Orcs Must Die. That's really what it is. So it's you like a little to... Dungeon Keeper. Yes. Trapped uh, would be another series. Where you're and that. and to make it even better, the the multiplayer mode they have one that's just survival. You got your core, you and your dudes or or ladies are defending versus the whatever onslaught of wave after wave of enemies. Then you have a competitive mode called Siege, where your team versus another team, you can get cards to change the waves of enemies that you spawn from your side. Hmm. And you actually like you get different roles. So normal MOBA stuff, you have like your jungler, you have your your lane, and you mm-hmm. have a pusher defender. I don't know what the terms are. <laughs> so this one, you have an attacker, which means you go along with your minions, which levels up your minions. That's the, cool. The minion spawner as you're with them. Warcraft three style. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. really neat. This one's a little bit more automatic. They do it for mm-hmm. you. So, you, but exactly that, like your spawner will level up only if your team stays with them. Nice. Then you have your defenders who are on the opposite lane. Like you get to see the lanes that the enemies take. Mm-hmm. You get to build your traps, and those defenders get more cash to build traps with. And then you have your pillagers, which are like junglers. I think I think the pillager is really uh, a kind of too much for the game. Like I don't think they needed it because there's little bitty caches of uh, resources all hidden throughout the map. Good guy and bad guy side, and you just run around and you get like 15% more resources when you destroy them. Right, That's the only bonus right. you get. I feel like that one's kind of worthless. Um, really, really fun, uh, but I seriously suggest that because it's free. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and and five players. Um, you know, if anybody's on Steam, uh, I'll I'll add there's my five Steam of us. To the notes. Well, there is yeah, five of man. us. <laughs> I just <laughs> added it up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's, if it's like Defense of the Ancients, that I mean, that was like the last like Dota? thing I ever played. Like, so can I be a jungler yeah. in this game? Like my favorite Atari twenty six hundred game, jungler. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Warcraft. Not like that. Dota. No, I can't no, be like that. No, was the last but one I there, there are really no uh, there, this one. You actually don't even get bonuses for killing enemy players. From right, what I was reading. Right. So they want you to focus more on taking out the enemies because you, the only way you win is by you getting your minions to their portal right. through different gates that you have to get past. Oh, I mean, it's it's a, a treacherous path to get you know a treacherous path to get to that end. Can goal. you um, give them like helium helium filled balloons and they just float directly? <laughs> No, there were flying enemies in Orcs Must Die too. There should be dirigibles. In the, uh, dirigibles. Goblins. Yeah. Goblins definitely do. They love, the goblins love flying Any, contraptions. Yep. Especially in the, uh, inflated ones. Right. Pixar Dota game coming out. The up character will have uh, <laughs> exactly. balloons. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't wait I, for why that. Why aren't they doing that? E3 announcements, guys. Just wait. <laughs> we'll see. E3 is just going to be like one game. We're going to talk a little bit about Well, yeah, there. I guess we'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> Sorry for opening up that can. If you're looking for a free game, that has mobile-like qualities. You totally play Heroes of the Storm with me, and really get your jungling on. He's been pushing this a while, man. But, <laughs> really but the has. Hearthstone. <laughs> okay, whenever okay, I get I, to the Blizzard Battle.net thingy, I gotta click the Hearthstone okay, button. Okay, now you're with me. I prefer Hearthstone over Heroes of the Storm. And you don't want to fall into the Blizzard vortex where you play everything at the same time. <laughs> if only there was like a n- Nintendo MOBA with you, you use your amiibo pieces. That I mean, be. that'd be cool. You can even play it on your 3DS. <laughs> Um, speaking of Hearthstone, the the uh, Whispers of the Old Gods expansion those are made up words came out this <laughs> week. <laughs> Did you get a chance to check that out at all? Uh, so I only got a total of twenty two packs. Only twenty two because I did not spend any real money. That's uh, good, and that's that's my thing is um I, so I, with the gold that I saved up plus the mm-hmm. free ones that you get, which is a lot. They give you a whole lot of packs. Oh yeah, like was it seven for your second win, five for your first? couple of wins it and was three they to give, start or yeah, something they give like you that? three to start five right. if you win two games in yeah. standard and then um uh, yeah and then another five if you win seven games in yeah, standard. i think it was like 13 it was 13 packs. Three packs. it was a yeah. lot yeah. uh but with that and so i didn't get any legendaries oh, and man. i'm a junkie for like my brother and i we used to buy just 
boxes of cards. Mm-hmm. And we'd just be like, playing cards every day. <laughs> every single day. All the Jokers. <laughs> we were making decks of Jokers. Uh, we'd buy the World of Warcraft trading card game. Whoa. Um, but because, I mean, one, I really enjoyed that game. Had a lot of fun playing it. I really wished it. And that's what Hearthstone is. Yeah. They just changed some of the mechanics instead of like... I mean, some of the art is exactly the same. Oh, it's ripped. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's pulled. But uh, there were... World of Warcraft incentives in those boxes. So mm. we would buy like a box and get that rocket mount and sell that. Yeah. You know, like, Whoa. Now so you're making money. It, you did because yeah. the box was like 75, 80 bucks. Right. If you got the mount between three and $500 and you were normally guaranteed to get at least some pet treats, which increased your little non-combative pet size. People would buy those too. You got exclusive tabards. Uh, we, we had a lot of World of Warcraft stuff. I had, a, <laughs> why, I had an hourly job. What was I thinking? I should have just been buying. <laughs> now, now your return on investment though is not always that good. Uh, but but it's more fun. It's more fun, and you always at least paid the bottom line back. Yeah, you know, like you just, get at least seventy five. Stone Cold said so. That's exactly why. It's my wrestling reference. <laughs> Did you play Magic: The Gathering by, by chance? Oh, uh, oh, same thing. Yeah. I, I had my boxes. <laughs> I I understand that feel. Yeah. My brother in law had about three or four thousand dollars worth of Magic cards stolen out of his car. Oh, that sucks. Damn. About fifteen years ago. So imagine these were all the first, oh like gosh. the first series. Like Black everything. Lotus. I bet there was imagine Black what Lotus that would have been now. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got some amiibo. Actually. Is this a foreshadowing of the upcoming Metroid game? <laughs> this is a visual podcast. So. You know, guys, that makes sense. The only way you're going to get a new Metroid is if Rob's involved. <laughs> if Probably. all the other, all the characters in the new one look like Rob. Yeah. So I opened 95 packes to what? start because he goes crazy with the Hearthstone. Because dude. hold on, I got sixty dollars of Blizzard money for Christmas, space and I bucks. held on to those space bucks yeah. until now because I pre-ordered the fifty packs for fifty dollars, got the card back, super cheap, and then I bought ten more dollars with the packs, and then I had thirty-five hundred gold saved up. Mm. Um, well, because I didn't want to spend more money because I already had close to a hundred, and then they gave me like ten more after that, and I ended up with like five legendaries, I think. You got one. Packs? You got Cthune. He's free. Everyone got Cthune. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's not a legendary. That's a Cthune. I got, yeah, I got uh, my favorite one. I got Ragnaros Light Lord. Oh, which man. great. Because he heals you instead of throwing fireballs at you. Finally. Like, like backwards. Yeah. Right. A guy I work with talks to me about Hearthstone, and I have no idea what's going on, but I think one of his friends got a legendary that was shiny. Uh, that's like Pokemon, Pokemon, my friend. I got a golden legendary. Gold Emperor, legendary. Emperor Twin. Valok, whatever his name is. I wonder how that gold legendary tra- uh, turns into dust. Like, how much dust is a it's gold It's 1600, legendary? so if you get a golden legendary, you can make any other legendary. But this guy's actually pretty good, so I'm going to keep him. Do they, um, do they have, like, glow-in-the-dark legendaries? That would be cool. You know? no. A little variant going on? I, well, I mean, they, they are they are animated. <laughs> right, right. So, so I would assume some of them glow-in-the-dark. Be- <laughs> it's on a computer screen. They all glow-in-the-dark. <laughs> yeah, but I want, like, that weird fake white green. Yeah. Glow. Just make you think about the stars on your ceiling that yes. you had whenever you were in high school. Oh, I still have those. I mean, I, I mean, elementary school. That's when I No, had high them. school. It was the black light and <laughs> I had stars. Them past the <laughs> and the incense. We always I had the incense. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Nog Chompa, man, that's that's really what was going yeah, on. Yeah. And the betta fish. Oh yeah. Man, did you? Man, I feel I like I need to get room. an undercut. <laughs> I also like putting the uh, stars on the on the fan, so when you oh, turn it on, God, it's dude, like tripping balls over here. It's not Smoke a drug. Some banana peels <laughs> and watch the ceiling. What kind of podcast is this again? <laughs> a children's card game podcast. So this is the most exciting Hearthstone's been in months because it's been so stagnant the past since I don't know. Since summer, so like the past eight months has been so stagnant, and I was getting bored of it. Where I was learning how to play Magic yep. from my sister and her boyfriend, and actually enjoying it a lot. You love Magic now. Um, I mean, Magic's a good game. Adam the Gathering. Adam the Gathering. Ooh, that's a good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, new podcast. New podcast. But um, 
but it's exciting because there's no you know top tier meta deck. There's no combo druid anymore, and everyone's still trying to figure things out, which is fun. Um, just kind of think, seeing things up in the air. Even though uh, mid range shaman seems stupid right now because shaman got a really good a lot of really good cards. Um, druid seems pretty good right now. Zoo lock is back. So if you want to play a cheap deck and run Zoo, you can. Oh, uh, my sister's boyfriend sent me a Pirate Warrior deck, which I went 6 out of 7 before coming to do this show. Those so pirates are insane. Pretty good pirate synergy now. Yeah. So uh, it's exciting to fresh breath in Hearthstone, even though now that I learned Magic, I see why everyone shit on Hearthstone when it came out who are Magic players, because Magic's a lot deeper and more complex of a game. Oh, it's, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's the... Yeah, TCG exactly. You know, like that's that's what every everything else gets based like, off of. Your big three are like Magic, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I'm glad you said it. Though. I was like, because still, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. still has. Man, stuff when you go to the local yeah. card shop here, there are tons of people still playing Yu-Gi-Oh, still. and it's just like, man, what? I thought this was just a bad TV show. I met a guy. <laughs> I was coming back from Orlando, and there was a guy I was talking to on the plane who, uh, a football player. Absolutely obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. That's funny. And that's Drew Brees. <laughs> yes. Loves Yu-Gi-Oh. He, he, we, we talked for at the entirety of the trip about video games. Super awesome dudes named Sam Montgomery, but he was... He used to play for LSU. Yes, yeah. yes he did. And um, but he he was talking to me about this, just how much he loved Yu-Gi-Oh. And in my head, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I, you know, I, you know, Pokemon still goes on. I see those cards in Target, and I was like, but I haven't seen like a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh to buy. And I was like, I didn't even know that those were still in in circulation. Gotta go to Toys R Us. Oh, okay, <laughs> they're at Target too. Oh, are or they really? Yeah. Target as wow. well. Wow. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm totally blind to it. I'm just like, I'm like, you get, <laughs> get that shit out of here. <laughs> but but I, my Digimon cards, like I, seriously. Well, hey, Digimon. I actually yeah, um, made my own CCG out of the oh, Garbage Pail Kids cards. <laughs> oh, man. Did so you later, put marker numbers yeah, on them? I did. So later we can play the, the game that I I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, just the Garbage Pail Kids CCG. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't very good at naming things. CCG. It's a yeah, collectible, collectible card, card not game. Trading. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, well you that's the same Yeah, you don't have to trade any of those things. Just, uh, yeah. Um, have you been playing anything else, really, Cody? Gosh, uh, Mirror's Edge. Oh, you got the beta? Yeah. Ooh, Me Neil too. did too. Let's talk yeah. about that. I'll let y'all. Me too. Go ahead. Well, okay, so uh, as soon as I beat the. Can I talk? I mean, like, I don't know if there was any weird stuff in the beginning. Uh, you. Nope. Well, what, what, weird, what do you really. mean, weird stuff? Like, like weird in part? Kind of EULA. Uh, you know, people, stuff. Yeah, that was the top five game on Twitch. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So. No, never mind. So, if there is, um, they're not coming after us. No, no, we're. Yeah. Well, okay, so one thing that bothered me to no end, and this is the whole reason why I ask, is. And this one, on PC, your name, a timestamp. It was on the Xbox One as well. Flickers around the screen. Oh, I got that location. Okay. okay. Yeah. How so, are all of y'all in this? Where was I this whole week? I got a text message uh, Saturday. <laughs> Someone was like, "Hey, you want this beta code?" I was like, "Sure." Yeah, kind of. Actually, that's exactly yeah. how it worked for me. Oh my! Look, we all have great friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that you don't know one of them, Adam. Friend um, of the show, Scott Bezdek, for my birthday, uh, sent oh, okay. me an invite code. There's a friend of mine who's a steward for an airliner. Oh, Whoa, yeah, he he flies the skies and gets beta keys. Gets apparently. beta keys. <laughs> yeah. Air Force. Phil. Yeah. His name's okay. Phil. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, thanks, Phil. <laughs> uh, so, uh, playing Mirror's Edge, uh, beat the storyline, and immediately unlock the ability to create your own time trials. Whoa! Yeah. I made at a, at the end thirty two. So, uh, and that was just because I stopped playing the game to do work and other things, but it, you just start it. You're like, okay, I'm not next to somebody else's time trial, start. And then you just, you go. 
And every hmm. couple of seconds, I'd hit the A button, and it would just keep a tab of what I was doing. My wife was sitting next to me, so while she was studying, I was making these time trials, and then I'd hand her the controller whenever I would beat it, and then she would try to go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's some of them I purposefully made like ludicrously hard. You know, That's I'm funny. like, like you're gonna have to wall run here, double jump here, do a 180, jump here. <laughs> I was like, and then you'll catch this. Insanely fun though. Huh. Everything I was hoping it was going to be, and I just—I mean, as you guys, I was just a demo, uh, or just the yeah. the first little storyline snip. You don't—they give you enough to where you want to know more, but they don't overwhelm you with too much cool stuff either, because you cap out on where you can upgrade your character. So I still felt a little gimp, not entirely, but I was like, I was like, I know I'm not my full potential. I will be faster. I will jump. You know, like things will be even smoother whenever I get the full game. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pumped. I'm gonna. Uh, any of my friends on Origin will receive an, an unrelenting uh, supply of time trials if anybody wants to befriend <laughs> me. And see, I'm really hoping that a lot of those levels keep up because my favorite part of the first game were the DLC uh, tracks, like the ones that were the puzzles in the air. That had nothing to do with the city. They were hard. And they were hard. And yes. they were fun. And they were amazing. And I'm so glad to see that 2 is going to be bringing like, stuff like that back and all basically for free. But uh, I, I went into this game very, very, very like reserved. Like kind of skeptical. Because, you know, seeing bits and pieces of the game here and there almost made it feel like they were going to turn it more into the shooting style. And then, like, I noticed the, the, the skill tree upgrade, which... To me, didn't really bother me as as much, but I do get people's complaints as far as you know. Do you not understand that the first game everything was given to you, and it's just a matter of learning it? And people were more skeptical of this whole like skill tree idea. But now that I've seen the skill tree and realized that that's not what it is, it was more like, oh, now I can see the map and all of the like early move, like everything from Mirror's Edge is given to you in the skill tree already. You just kind of expand on it from that way. Like completely pumped. Game was beautiful. Played amazing. Combat, like, not firing a gun once. And, and, and It was amazing. And pulling off some really cool stunts yeah. with, with just kicking people into other people, yeah. which those people mm-hmm. then fall off buildings. Yeah, the collision detection and everything was so much fun. Like, how, yeah, like, you'd have two guards run up, and then you can, you know, uh, left stick Y, or whatever it yeah, is on PC, I, I guess. Uh, but you would kick someone, and they would stumble into the other character and fall off the building, and, man, oh. Yeah, Dice knows what they're still doing with this game. They haven't <laughs> ruined it at all. I'm pumped. I never beat Mirror's Edge. Maybe I should go back and do that Fantastic before game. June 7th. It does take up. This computer it only takes like this game comes three out. to four hours. Got delayed two weeks. Yeah. 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 But it's like an immediate um, uh, pickup from the story of the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, I, well, I after I heard two, it two like years. Well, I was going to say, you know, I don't want to, you know, no spoilers. So, so you'll see what I mean okay, by that. Yeah. Like, there's. A, I think I have it on PS3, so I guess I need to boot up that old machine. Yeah, I mean, it takes like three hours to be. Oh, game. okay. It, it's ten chapters, not long. Gotcha. Really, really great game. Okay, cool. What do you think, Steve? I like the parkour. Parkour, <laughs> parkour, parkour. Fun. The map. I had trouble. Like, I couldn't see it well. Maybe I'm going blind. It's like all white. What's up with that? I, I also. Mean, uh, it's like here's a 3D white thing. And you can kind of spin it. I mean, that's that's what the first one was. I know. With Why? hints of red. But but the first... Well, this, it has that too. It was blinding. Yeah. But uh, but I do like this uh, this move to open world. Yes. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's I, awesome. I, I very much love that, rather than like the first game that's just, you know, set level. Yeah. With like some other ways to do the level. And this was just single player, right? Yes. How do we feel about single-player betas? Because before it was always the multiplayer beta would come out, but now I'm seeing more and more single-player. I mean, Hitman, 
it was not too long ago too. Hey, like, I'm all for betas. Betas have saved me like a nearly two hundred dollars this so year. So basically, they're just glorified so, demos. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what they are. Yeah. That's that's what betas are now. Yeah. So, and and it's hard for me as a developer to keep tabs with what things are changing into. <clears throat> so when I say demo or I say beta, I'm thinking of. Uh, not necessarily the exact correct term that right. goes through nowadays, but what you're 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 seeing that exactly betas are overglorified demos and alphas I mean, are betas. And alphas exactly, are, are alphas betas. are betas. Yeah, and really betas most of the time are relaunch. You know, yeah, like yeah. you're you're looking at this a launch title. Game. Yeah, that just yeah. needs bug fixes. I would say like right. demos are more like here play this, whereas betas are more like they're. Like especially in multiplayer ones, they're more collecting data to well, see like that makes sense. Like when Street you know. Fighter's doing their stress test, or when Here's the Storm or Dota was in beta forever because they were getting balance stuff and mm -hmm. and server side things. And multiplayer games make sense for a beta, especially if it's competitive multiplayer. But single player, these betas just seem again like like demos. Yeah, it, it was a demo, and I think they just threw the word beta on there because the word demo is kind of. That's so. Last I mean, if you start, now, it is. <laughs> if you're, if you release a beta that's not available to everyone, but you call it a demo, like that's right. you can't do that. Mm -hmm. If it's a demo, then everyone should just be able to download it. Yeah, obviously, true. they wanted to limit the amount of people that played this, so they yeah. had to call it a beta. And adding so. exclusivity, exactly, that makes word you more. gets thrown yeah. around so much when talking about how to market the the game specifically. They're oh like, yeah, you know, you, that's that's the biggest part there mm -hmm. is as we all at this table are an exact representation of that. We're the exclusive club oh, yeah. of yeah. the three beta people. I still Aww. have my orange memory card for the original Xbox for being an Xbox Live beta Whoa. tester. Whoa. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. It means that much to some people. Yeah. Really no, you're, yeah, you're not wrong. So It means everything to me. <laughs> Without it, I'm nothing. Beta list. <laughs> that's, that's what that should be called. Oh, Without <laughs> it, I am nothing. I mean, I, I know everyone's already seen this, and this is a visual podcast, so I just, just want to put my new... <laughs> a visual podcast? That is beautiful. I love that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some Game of Thrones yeah, uh, fun Weekend stuff. at Bernie's going on there. Weekend at Johnny's. Yeah, weekend, weekend at Johnny's. Weekend, weekend at the Wall's good, too. I like that um, one. Neil. Yeah. I'm going to just insert everything I've been playing this week into everyone else's talking times. Um... Oh yeah, because we played something together. We did play something together. Again. It was fun. Uh, Iron Banner came back in Destiny yeah. this week. Um, it's now Clash instead of Control. Wait, for this so, week. For this time. Yeah. They and change up the game modes now. Yeah, because before it was always Control. You always accessed your Control always points. Control. And Adam was really good at that because you can just kill everyone as they're standing in their stupid little circle. But now it's just basically 6v6 team deathmatch. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, so I'm uh, not a fan of normal Clash just because, uh, I mean, I'll play it. There's but, no purpose. Yeah, I'm definitely a objective-based multiplayer kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I've always loved Capture the Flag, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I gotta say, it is made for a fairly fun Iron Banner. I agree. Um, I really like for the fact that, unlike Control, mm -hmm. you can actually make comebacks. Yes. Um, you know, in Control, once you get down by three, 4,000 points, the chance of coming back is just, you're not going to do it. To that point, one team has two Control points. The more Control points you have, you get two times the points for kills, and for three kills. times you have all three. Yeah. So once they're that far ahead and they're holding just holding down two points, you can't get it from them. It's mm -hmm. basically game over. Yeah. And a lot of people play that way, like where they'll just go for A and B, and they, they won't even try for C because you don't what's need the point? Like, you'll keep rushing in trying to get it, and they'll know where to kill you. Mm -hmm. So I, I really like the idea of Clash as far as like Iron Banner goes with yeah. it being the more just competitive multiplayer. Like, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think the map rotation has been really good. I agree. The drop the rate is a lot better. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, last night when we played, 
it was way less stellar than the night before when I played. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was just getting drops left and right. I mean, of the 20 games, I probably got like four to five exotics. Wow. I got the auto rifle twice. I got the rocket mm-hmm. launcher. I got the boots. Um, I got the, the class armor for my warlock. I mean, basically starting, starting this iron banner, I was 308. Mm-hmm. No, 313. And now I'm this far away. Visual podcast, very small, very small income um, from three twenty for your light level, and that's just yeah. playing two two nights. Yeah, so um, yeah, I I really like it. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, uh, so it's tough for me since I haven't been playing as much, and I went up from two ninety five to two ninety nine. But in Iron and even Banner, still like four light levels, right? In a night was unheard of. In, in, in Iron Banner, typically when you do typical PvP, uh, they take your level and throw it out the window. Everyone's kind of on an equal playing field. But for Iron Banner, your level your gear, your stats all come into play. So it actually matters. So I'm having a tough time because I'll throw a grenade and stick it to someone, but if they're light level 334 and the cap is 335, my sticky grenade doesn't kill them, and usually it should. So it's kind of frustrating, and I've been hanging out at the bottom of the, the rankings, unfortunately, just because I'm so low level. I'm trying to get better drops because I seem to only get good drops for Iron Banner now because I can't run raids. I don't have a chance to run strikes, really. Mm-hmm. You but can it, run the raid now. Yeah, but it's been fun getting the whole gang back together. Yeah. Um, girlfriend played again. Yeah, so that's fun. I mean, she she plays every time Iron Banner comes around. That's what she loves to play. Yeah, it's just Iron Banner. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been having a good time. Like, I've caught the bug again. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm, I'm yeah. back on back on that train. I guess everyone, so. you know, the big thing about Destiny is how stagnant it is. But I haven't played really in six months, so. All these new, the April yeah, update, either. a lot of later taking King stuff, still all new to me. So, yeah, like, because I jumped off the train in November, yeah, and then I played two Iron Banners mm-hmm. from November till yeah, like the one right before this about a month ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I like it. I, I think I think the update is definitely a good thing for the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it just makes it interesting to see because this feels a lot like House of Wolves again. Yeah, where you know, right before their next big expansion, like Taken King, so Destiny had that problem with you know Forever Twenty Nine, and then whenever uh, Dark Below came out, it was you know, oh yeah, you could get to thirty two, and it wasn't that difficult. And uh, but it's like when House of Wolves came out, it was just like a quick go to thirty four, and then everyone had the option to like get gear and customize the gear and mm-hmm. re-roll the gear and all this kind of it just really made for a very very fun game and it seems like they're doing that again and then i'm, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with year three because you know they're probably just going to slow that down again like where mm-hmm. you're gonna like they'll make the light like the light level cap uh 360 or something and then you're going to just see people always stuck at 359 you know? <laughs> yeah they'll probably end up doing something like that again but yeah I, it's fun i i'm enjoying it again mm-hmm um, did we play? I don't know if we played this together, but I think we both played it. Uh, the new Rocket League mode. We didn't play that together. I've only played one game of it. Okay, because yeah. um, the basketball hoops mode came out for yeah. for Rocket League also this week, which I played a good bit of. A lot two of things, a lot of add-ons and games I like to play came out on Tuesday. I'm trying to balance all of those. Two v two on the hardwood. Yep. Instead of it being a net, you hit the ball into. It is a literal hoop. You have to pop it up yeah. and in, into the hoop. And it's funny because the net. Is kind this of like is this the confusing part to me. Yeah, the net's like translucent, and the ball will roll up the net, but you will not. The car will drive through. Drive the net. through it. So it's you're, the ball is about to go up the thing. You could got to drive up up the ramp and hit it in, but no, you don't. You just drive through it and it just kind of hangs there and falls down. 
So it's, again, kind of like Hearthstone's a new meta. No one knows what like the best way to do is. I find right now, at least with me and our little friend group, is no one knows exactly how to consistently score. <laughs> it's just kind of like, let's just hit it really hard and hope it goes up the corner of the wall and we'll fall. So well, you're, it's just high school all over again. <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the one game I played, we struggled, and it was basically nothing, nothing for about the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. Then each of our teams scored pretty quick just by hitting the ball off the ground. And then after that, uh, I did this one thing, like right where the ball jumps, I drove a little bit, then jumped and boosted. That's what you have to do. And bam, right like five times in a row, yep. just hit it dead on. It went <clears throat> in the goal every time. It, it's basically just like, at that point became like, who's going to hit the jump ball first? Right, because instead of it being set and y'all run at it, they literally tip it up and you have to jump up and go get it, like basketball. Uh, and the ball, little little more bouncy, a little less weight to it. Yeah. So it bounce like a basketball. And so that, that game ended up finishing like 12 to 9. Dang. Yeah, it, <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah, it's more high wow. scoring. And After we're, not scoring for two of those minutes. And we were talking about juicing games. Was that when we were recording or not recording? I don't remember. But just adding those little extra sound effects. Like, when you jump and come down, it makes, like, the screech noise that your sneakers, sneakers make when you're playing nice. ball, which is great. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Just is there an, an announcer? Like no, that? unfortunately. It, it, when you score, someone goes, slam dunk! That's and, yeah, there's, and like you'll good. hear the buzzer, like the brrrr. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's got some, some no, no uh, jazzy music, like no, the buzzer goes off. No, no uh, uh, confetti and explosions or fireworks <laughs> when things happen. There should be. Oh, oh, you get a headshot. Yeah. <laughs> big tire mode. No, no big tire Tires mode. Are big. So I'm excited. You know, it's cool seeing them evolve soccer with cars. They tried the hockey thing, which I was not a fan of. But it's just now it's a flat puck that doesn't fly up in the air. It's a soccer ball. Now it's you know, basketball. It's a completely different thing. Have you played with the modifier where where it's just a cube instead of a ball? Yeah, that's <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Like you just hit it and it's like and it just falls <laughs> and stops. <laughs> so I love Rocket League. Those guys over fifty million dollars uh, made now. Ridiculous. Oh, it's easily insane. they they announced that they've sold fourteen million copies. Yeah, I think I wrote that down. Twenty dollars a pop. That's coming up. Well, to a lot of those are free million. on PlayStation Plus. Uh, like two million of them. Yeah. I um, want to announce that I've actually been developing my own game. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'm going to be releasing it soon. It's called Rocket League Two. <laughs> it's actually the third game in the series. Um, I'm not very good at making games, and the game is very bad. It's not even playable. It's basically a menu. Um, it'd be twenty dollars. Okay. Uh, I'm really hoping that the success of our previous game uh, from a different developer will help me build my future development project. Can, uh, so. can I get a beta code? Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> it, is it R-A-W-Q-U-E-T? Yeah, it's all of that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So just look look for that coming to everything, yeah. mm-hmm. except for Windows Phone. I can't uh, figure mm-hmm. out how to. No Unity doesn't port that easily. No, for some reason. not Windows Phone. <laughs> so. It's so crazy how successful this game is, especially since like not that many people knew about the first one. I yeah. was talking about that this morning when I was playing. It's, right. it's supersonic yeah. battle. Supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. Yeah, I yes. never heard of that. I never heard of Rocket League until Neil was high port for E3, and now it's like you know my game yeah. of the year last year. It just it's just so good and so fun. It's could, crazy. Will it, could it possibly be your 2016, 2015 game of the year? Possibly. Yeah. We'll Ooh, see. Yeah. Ooh, really? 2015, <laughs> oh, man. Well, now that – never mind. We're going to talk about E3 later. I yeah, we're going to – With announcements, I can believe that <laughs> if things aren't happening this year. We'll see what happens. Neil. Yeah. Have you been playing anything else? Yeah, one other game. What's that? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. So I finally jumped back in on that after uh, not playing it for like a week. That movie comes that, out that's today. A, that's, yeah. That, now, this is the Ratchet and Clank based off the movie, based off the first game. 
right? right. Yes. Well, not the first. Not minus the first. first. Minus first. It's the oh, game okay. based on the movie, based on the game. Oh, okay. But yeah, it is the first game. Gotcha. <laughs> it is Ratchet and Clank 10, okay. but the first game. Gotcha. Right. Right. So it's a reimagining. I don't know if you've heard much about it, Cody. Unfortunately, but, yeah. I am. I have, for, for my entire life, never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Hey, that's, you know, I understand not everyone, you know, gets to experience great... Great fun <laughs> cartoon awesome. puzzle shooters. I, I um, love the comedy. I love the commercials. Yeah. I love the characters. I think it's just uh, after Spyro, whenever mm-hmm. that originally, like none of those other kind of platformers really uh, did it for me. I might have also been aging out. I'm an old man, so yeah. I'm like, I was like, I was like, oh, kids' games too cool for that. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. See, I, I always always love when games like this come out because uh, a a very fun, colorful, like funny, quirky shooter. Hasn't graced systems in a quite funny, some quirky time. shooter. Quirky. Shooter. I mean, it's quirky. It's not a shooter, but have you played Knack? Because <laughs> tell you what, it's pretty funny and Get quirky. Out. Get uh, out. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I think I'm the only one at this table that's actually beaten Knack. So. I think so. I, I, beat I only beat. I games. didn't like it, but I beat it. Okay, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I got to like chapter seven. Knack is great. I'm like back. It. I'm gonna go and play it again. Good oh, for you. So good. I gotta get that flat. Yeah, so this this game is a reimagining of the first game. Okay. So it's kind of like a, a greatest hits of all the games put into the first game again. Wow. So, um, like, you have, like, all the levels from the first game, but some of the set pieces have been redone uh, because they've added some things like jetpacks and uh, some, like, flying parts to the game. And uh, they've, they've taken weapons from later games mm-hmm. and put it into this game. So, like, in this one, you have the Groovatron grenade, which wasn't introduced Best into weapon in all of gaming. Tools of Destruction. But Can you explain you what that weapon does? Have, do you know what this weapon is? No. So it's a grenade that you throw, and it turns into a disco ball, and all the enemies start dancing, so you can just run up and kill them. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's so violent. Oh, and then it blows up. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in the radius of the dance party, like, all of the just, ones that are yeah, caught in the it, disco balls. Yeah, like, like, so it disco okay. balls for about, you know, 20 seconds or so, and then it explodes. Plants vs. Uh, Zombies has to have taken, like, a lot of inspiration. Probably. From series, yeah. Because there's a lot of parallels. Um, yeah, they have the disco zombie. Right. I mean, even Jack and Daxter went the way of Ratchet and Clank. Uh, you know, the first game was, like, pure platformer. And then, right. Uh, the and then it was one, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. After that. <laughs> so. Um, just like Ratchet and Clank. Well, I mean, like in the sense of it was a shooter. I know, just yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's great. I'm uh at the very end right now, so I'm about to beat it um, for my first time. Uh, and they don't want the movie spoiling things for you. Uh, no way. Well, I've already beaten the original game, so I know what the movie is going <laughs> to be. The movie came out today. You said yes. yes. What? Like in in a in a movie yes. theater? Yes. A yeah, movie you can go to the Ratchet movie and Clank theater. today. Is Thursday, okay. Oh, no, 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 it is no, Friday. Today is Friday, Friday, my friend. April the 29th, we always, 2016. This is Gameware Express episode 126. 126. We always record no, as if Friday for That's whatever right. Wait a, wait a second. That shit out. If it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Friday, no, actually, April the 29th, We actually record on Thursday. Hold oh, on. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're confusing dying over here. all of our okay. listeners. <laughs> okay. They're always, always confused anyway. So, <laughs> what does it matter? Well, watching that transaction must be priceless. <laughs> so, um, you're right. The movie is out today, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. To be honest, are you? I mean, is it something that is? I, I, how have I not seen? 
anything. Okay, do you watch television? All? No, I don't. That's I don't, well, I don't think any of us. So. so unfortunately, the movie is bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry, guys. CG, I'm assuming well, yeah, it has to be sure. CG. Well, I didn't know. I mean, hey, they could put Ryan Reynolds' face on anything. <laughs> they, so. they, and they do. I, I read a review, uh, and it wasn't too glowing. Um, and it got a one out of five. But that's just one review. You know, who cares about reviews? Just go see the movie. Support yeah. the film. Now, was I the mean, review critics or fans? It was a, a film critic. So, yeah, yeah. I, I have, they over the last few why. years, yeah. I've found out that not a single critic's review is accurate to any yeah. of my beliefs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, all yeah. the fans. I'm stuff. sure this movie's great. Just go, yeah. go support the film so we can get a Sly Cooper movie. <laughs> if you don't go watch this movie, we won't get a Sly Cooper movie. Yeah. I, I guarantee you it's But then good. don't watch the Sly Cooper movie so we won't get a God of War movie. Well, I guarantee <laughs> That's the strategy. you, Ratchet and Clank is probably better than the Heavenly Sword movie. I haven't so, seen wait, that. Wait, that was that a thing? But that's a video game, Neil. That's it's well, a, it's a no, game. They, no, they so I know. Yeah, they made it like two years ago. It was really bad. Um, I feel like we best... would get a get a Jack and Daxter movie before we got God of War. Well, I don't think they make Jack and Daxter games anymore. So yeah, they should. Mean, that doesn't mean they won't make another one. They though. should make a movie about like I don't know real people that have to fight like video game things that have come from space <laughs> to kill the world because. <laughs> They saw video games on like a transmission and thought that it was like a message, uh, and then the video games came to life to kill us. That would be an interesting film. Please like, don't talk. I don't about know what that. you can call it, voxels or something. I think, I, love I, think voxels. I think you also need like a is quirky it? cast from like you know old yeah. washed up yeah. Canadian actors. Yeah, you need like and... you know Don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, you Ooh, know, maybe like, maybe, maybe like that. Maybe like that. Uh, Peter Dinklage. No, he's well, from what about Game the guys from Pineapple Game Express? Ooh, yeah, what yeah, are they doing all those guys. Yeah, they definitely yeah. should be. They should definitely be in this movie. Yeah, voxels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a new question of the week. Okay, so what's <laughs> this is your question of the week? What's your favorite game that had voxels in it? That's that's a good question. For me, it's Comanche Three. Resogun. Resogun's great. We got two wonderful answers already. I don't yeah. even know who what loves games Minecraft. I'm, I'm thinking bet... of that aren't Minecraft. <laughs> but no, Comanche Three was phenomenal. 1995, and it just looked so real. Okay. And what about Sonic 3D Blast. Did that have voxels? I mean, the new Ration and Clank technically has it because they have a gun called the Pixelator. Yeah. But when you shoot them, they it's turn into three D. It's voxels. Nice. I mean, three D dot game heroes. Was cool. That that whole oh, game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're you right. I would say. Yep, I would say that's probably one of the better. <laughs> good one. Voxel ones. I'm, from from software. Chris Creators of uh, the Adventures of Cooking, uh, Cookies and Cream. Was the, that was a fun game. Yeah, and they made Demon Souls. Too. Oh, yeah. really? Because I only think yeah. them of, as the Tenchu. Developers. Or the Armored Core guys. Those, oh, yeah, Core too. and Tenchu. Yeah. Tenchu. That's that's my always go to. Like from yeah. Software. From yeah. Software. It's confusing when you say From, from Soft. Like what? Are, yeah. <laughs> this from, game is from 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 from. from. So Ratchet and Clank is a film and a game. Yes. And you're almost. Beating it yes. at this point. I've heard glowing reviews about the game. The game yes. is incredible, the and game, it's so cheap. It's thirty nine dollars. So yeah. good. But yeah, I'm about to unlock challenge mode, which I found out is um, so it's essentially like New Game Plus, mm-hmm. where you get all the all the levels of your gun and modifiers that you put on them, and uh, you play the game again. But it's like an increased difficulty, but it's not like such an insane thing because towards the end of the game, you're basically playing this difficulty no matter what difficulty you choose to start the game. Right. On. So, uh, and then from there, it's like, uh, so in the base game, you can max out your weapons at level five, but now in challenge mode, they go up to level 10. And so it, it I just, I can't wait to go through it. So cool. You said difficulty. So I, I have a question that I'd love to ask all of you here at this table. When you see a difficulty slider or you see a difficulty option, when you go from easy, medium, hard, or whatever the wording is, what do you actually expect that slider to do? 
Like when you go from normal to easy, oh, what what is it that you're expecting that? I expect now uh, for the game not to have auto aim. <laughs> Well, no, that's a valid point. Okay, uh, for me, it's just damage sliders. Like I do more damage, and enemies take more, which yeah. I don't like. I don't like that in a game because gotcha. that's too easy. Yeah, it is. I want different parameters. Like, mm -hmm. like Goldeneye for me is the the best example of true differences in difficulty because mm -hmm. the depending on the difficulty you play in Goldeneye, it gives you completely different mission objectives. It's a completely mm -hmm. different game on each yeah. different difficulty experience. Gotcha. So I usually think of like. Either more enemies or enemies of like a higher class in areas that you wouldn't see until later in the game. Mm -hmm. Like the like kind of like with Fire yeah. Emblem, I guess. Like the higher you go up with the difficulty, the more you run into like Paladin Knights on like level three when they're not supposed to show up until like level seven. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you, I guess it's for me, um, I usually run my games, whatever normal is, like, I hate when developers are like, oh, you need to play a game on hard, that's the way it needs to be played. I'm like, no, if you want me to play it the way it should be played, make that normal, because mm -hmm. I'm always going to pick normal. So I guess for easy, I never really thought of it's like, well, I want to do more damage or less damage. If I put a game on easy, it's because I don't want to think. I just want to do, I don't want to die, I just want to run through it so I can see the story. So I guess that's more, I take less damage. And I do more damage if that's one, like the easy way you right, want to put it. Right. But if no I put, fail state. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. when you play Infamous, you almost have to put it on easy because oh, you get one shot everywhere. Game, it's not fun exactly. on any other difficulty. Yeah, because there's like, like no real like dodge or cover mechanic exactly. until well, you get are, powers. They're headshotting you from a mile away. So when yeah. I put it, when, so basically when I put a game on easy, I just want to. I don't want to think. I want to feel like a god. And I just mow down my competition like it's nobody's business. So do we know it? It's my secret with NBA Live '95. You put it on rookie <laughs> mode, and they just can't stop you. Exactly. Makes You've you seen my high score? I have. Game. Yeah, it's like 400 points. <laughs> you know, in one game. Basketball yeah. points? Yeah. Okay, Basketball. not like video games. No, NBA points. Live '95, like 490. You know, it's basically like. Steph Curry now. Yeah, it is. Just pull it from the three-point three, line, throw it up, three, it'll go in. It's great. Um, cool. And Steven, speaking of from, um, from software. I mean, I played a little more Dark Souls. That's uh, mm. good. It's not, so far, it's not the best. I was to check Dark in Souls. on your, your Souls adventure. Yeah. Um, you know, I beat up some witches today. That was fun. They like, this one boss is, every Souls game has a boss where you, you're fighting this boss and then halfway through, there's like five of them now, and they're mm -hmm. all fake except for one. And they, so this game does it again, and that's not to me. It's always the easiest boss encounter in a Souls game. Uh, whenever it's just like whack a mole, basically, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to to knock out the fake ones until the the real one shows up. But you know, the, the environment that I'm in now, it's it, it might be like the ugliest environment ever in a Souls game, and that was impressive to me because Dark Souls Two has so many ugly environments. <laughs> you mean like hideous, not like yeah, just hard to look. No, at. just okay. like poorly looking poorly designed i don't know it just doesn't look good um it's still a great game so yeah. far if i'm gonna I'm, I'm still i'm only like 20 hours into this game but if i was gonna rank like every single one of those games so far i would put bloodborne at the top demon souls dark souls one uh dark souls three and dark souls two at the bottom so mm -hmm. for me so far dark souls three is kind of trending towards down the there. bottom of that list yeah I see that but again so early in the game mm -hmm. so that, if i turn around you never know yeah well by the end of it it'll probably be right up there with bloodborne but it's still a different type of game, you know. Yeah. Bloodborne and 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 all the Souls games, they they play so differently. Whereas Bloodborne is more of a, you know, an aggressive, offensive, dodging game, and mm -hmm. then the Souls game are are more like, do, you know, shield and poke, shield and poke, or mm -hmm. roll. So, 
But right. I, one thing that I really wish this game had more of, that even Dark Souls 2 has more of so far, is that intertwining map, you know? Yeah. And Dark Souls 2 didn't really have it, but Dark Souls 1 did. Mm-hmm. This game so far has nothing like that. Like, you're just kind of going in a straight line mm-hmm. and then branching to the side a little bit, and then you're done with that part, and then you go back to your straight line and just go up it more. Mm-hmm. So you're not, like, winding around and finding yourself back in an area that you were at earlier. Right. Like, I haven't done that at all. Okay. And the, from what I understand, this is the last Souls game. That's what they keep saying. They keep saying it. So we'll see. We'll he said it again it. this week. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. No more 2D fighter Souls games. I mean, or, I'm sure some a, other. <laughs> but this is the last one from Soul from, Puzzle Fighter Quest. Just like Arkham City was Mark Hamill's last doing of the Joker. And right. Like I'm Michael sure Jordan quit basketball like five times. Ben, and, Bandai yeah. Namco likes that Souls cash, so if From yeah. doesn't do it, I bet someone else, someone will. else will do it. But we can hope that they'll go back to Tenchi, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I've been Cookies waiting and cream for too. for a long time. And then I know you've also been playing something I've also been playing. Well, as I bought it, I bought. Oh, you didn't play it? No, I've got my look. I'm, I've got my little. Then I got. Then I'll talk about severed, it. Severed. Um, yes. Do you like my little Majin Buu? I've got my <laughs> severed screen. So right some there. idiots this week thought it'd be a good idea to make a PlayStation Vita yes. exclusive game. Oh yeah, only on Vita. And I say idiots, of course. Drinkbox. Yeah, Drinkbox is great. They make Guacamole. They made they uh, made Attack from Space Mutant, Mutant Blobs. Blobs attack, which that game was great. Data. I love that game. So it, it's a bold, it's a bold move for a for developers to make a game on a dying platform Only with a low game. install base. Yeah. Um, now, do you know if they made it exclusively for that, or if like there was some kind of deal? Because sometimes they'll they like whenever they're trying to make a Vita game or something mm-hmm. else, they might have told them, "Hey, we want this exclusive, and we'll give you this for doing that." After playing this game, I can see it coming on other platforms. Gotcha. But as of right now, it is a Vita exclusive game. So it, it's a time time thing. Do you think it'll be launched on other ones in the future? I think so, but right now it's only well, a Vita game. And it didn't Guacamelee launch only on the Vita? Uh, then later it came to PC, eventually consoles. I played it on Vita. I don't know if it... I want to say I when it, it first is, came out, it was only on the Vita. Well, Guacamelee was a Vita, and then Guacamelee Super Turbo right, Championship yes, Edition yes. was on other things. Right. So technically we might see Severed Super Turbo Championship Edition. But <laughs> Severed is like... It's an, it's an interesting game. It is um, a kind of 3D dungeon crawler first game. Person first person dungeon crawling game. Tell me more. RPG. RPG. Where you play um, as a female who is looking for her family. Right. She And she has lost her arm. She has one arm. It was severed. Yeah. So, so this, the name of the game he yeah. said? Oh, oh, man. The Vikings were lost the whole time. <laughs> they were lost. The Rockets were in a league of their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, but uh, <laughs> it kind of looked, I mean, it's kind of got like a, a Mexican, Hispanic, Spanish kind of... It's got that guacamole. It kind of feels like guacamole. And the game starts where you wake up and you're looking for your family. And this weird guy in a giant cloak just gives you a sword. Dangerous to go alone. Dangerous to go alone. And then you enter this forest to start looking for your family. But as you're going through, you run into enemies. And it's a a touch game. Mm -hmm. It's a touch screen game. So certain enemies, you have to swipe certain ways to beat them. And then they can block you. And uh, they can also attack back, of course. And each enemy has a different um, attack pattern or a different way to counter it and to parry it. And it really starts getting complicated when you get two and three enemies and they're all different. And you're having to press left or right to literally turn yourself to look at each enemy uh, to make sure they don't hit you. Because there is a little meter at the bottom that fills up when they're about to attack. So like the first enemy you meet, he's got four arms and he kind of 
guards himself except for one area. That's where you're supposed to swipe to hit him. And bigger swipes can do bigger damage. But as you're swiping, you're building up this focus meter. That when you defeat the enemy, if your focus meter is charged, you have a very short amount of time to sever their limbs. And you can collect those, and that's what you use to power up your abilities. So you... You're a, a psychopathic, one-armed murderer. It's basically just Collecting another limbs. one of these games. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, Limb Collector 5000 was my favorite. That was mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. yeah. The PC yeah. version of the mod. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the first enemy you meet, he's got all those arms, so he's blocking you. But then when he goes to attack, one of his arms will raise. You have to swipe in that direction to kind of counter him. And you can, like, swipe really fast to kind of do a counterattack. So it sounds like a Infinity Blade. Kind of, a little bit. That's why I can easily see this coming. It's, like, mobile. Or Wii U, or even they could map like the swipes to like the right stick for other consoles. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be fun uh, for a VR experience. For <laughs> yeah, just oh, yeah. waving around. Man, that gets tiring. But but you can only use one arm. Yeah, uh, yeah. so you got to tie the other arm yeah, around your back. back. So is it a sword situation where it's like Finn the human's grass sword covers his arm and he's got a nub arm sword, or is it sword no, and one it's arm? No, it's, it's yeah, it's it's the latter. <laughs> it's it's sword and one arm and nothing. And you're kind of going around, and it's kind of like Dark Cloud, where it's like, you can't go in this door until I keep going and find the key or pull the chain to unlock to open the gate. And That's an interesting thing to have in a forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a person with one arm. <laughs> the problem is, and this is the same problem I had with Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, is it's kind of awkward to play. Because my Vita, on my 3DS, my mobile games, I like to play lying in bed. You know, laying in bed, holding it above your head, whatever. And when you're trying to hold it with your left hand, take your right hand off of it to swipe, and having to push left and right to switch, it gets really awkward to play in that way. So you have to like sit up, and I don't. A game shouldn't expect me to change my play style. Just and, turn over in your bed so you can play like this. Yeah. yeah. You don't do the How do arms you um, under the pillow, head on the, on the pillow yeah. there? With How do that you way? play DDR? Because that's <laughs> very difficult. Uh, but <laughs> rock band drums, like he, he just puts it in bed. I know that you sheet. I know I've sometimes tried you play to play games, DDR sitting no, down before. And that those, shit is hard. But those I expect having to do it that way. A Vita game, I just want to sit right. down and play it. And Kirby and the Rainbow Curse was like that because you had to draw on the screen right, and then right. use move Kirby around with the left stick. And it's awkward because you're supporting most of the Vita's weight with just one hand, and yeah. it just becomes awkward to hold. And once I sat up and started playing, it was a little easier. But I mean, the art is gorgeous, and it seems interesting. And I like dungeon crawlers like that, but it just at some point just feels like Fruit Ninja, right? Where I'm just gonna swipe really fast. So you just do whatever you want, and eventually it'll make the right, right. Movement. So mm -hmm. there's no kind of uh, repercussion for not slicing in the right direction. You're, if you get blocked, that that focus meter your building goes down. But that's it. But that's it. Uh, okay. I mean, you can eventually kill them, but I think if you hit them when they're blocked, they stay blocked longer. So, like, so you a kid could just pick this up and just go crazy and actually... Hey, kid, that's my Vita. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> but, I mean, I loved Guacamelee. I didn't play Attack of Mutant Blobs. Attack on Titan, Mutant yeah. Blobs, Attack. So yeah. I want to keep going, and, like, <laughs> I feel like this is one of those games where it's, like, if you have a Vita, you should probably get it, because what else are you playing on your Vita? Hey, I, I think it's important to support... Uh, Vita development. So right. well, I was playing Tearaway, but I lost my charger. <laughs> I'm like right at the end of that game, and mm -hmm. my Vita's dead. I right. meant to buy that on the flash sale because it was only eight dollars. Yeah, no, I figured that was cheaper than buying a charger. Found a bag of Doritos or something, and just <laughs> ate it for an hour. And then the sale was over, so I didn't get the game. But I wanted to get Rogue Galaxy because it was Next six time. bucks. Yeah. But 
I have Rogue Galaxy. If I could lend you my digital copy, I would. <laughs> so you can't put it onto a uh, mobile device and then hand it off to him and have him play it. Right. There's no right. hackery out yet. For I guess that. you can just log into my account. We're not. I'm not doing account sharing. Not anymore. <laughs> not after the noodle incident. Sorry. <laughs> there's there's not a Vita account share like Steam does. I mean, Steam you could. Yeah, you could literally log into my PSN and, download and then it. just download it. Yeah. Now, do you have to be logged into your PSN to consistently play it after that? Yes. Sure. Yeah. If it's not your yeah. primary device. Right. Unlike PlayStation Three. But yeah. but there's no way around it yet is what my, nobody has found no. any kind of super cool no not on Vita not yet gotcha there's not enough people that own a Vita to care <laughs> so understandable yeah. I literally have like I don't know seventy installed games on my Vita is there a Patapon on Vita yet uh, there no I, think I wish the PSP I had versions the room are on there to have yeah. 70, I think, but I don't see I bought one of those sixty four gig memory yeah. cards when I, have, I was in Tokyo I have two eight gigabyte memory cards. Well, that's not convenient at all. <laughs> no, it's and that only adds up to 16, because I yeah. just did the math in my head just now. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's Still less no than that, because they don't come with a full Right. On there. It's formatted down. <laughs> yeah. Anything else for you this week? Um, well, we talked a little bit about Mirror's Edge already. Mm-hmm. Um, played some Taco Master. That game's not good at all. <laughs> what the fuck is Taco Master? Uh, well, so a few months ago, Greg Miller, uh, Kind of Funny Games, um, and Paximania Wrestling, he was talking about Taco Master on the Kind of Funny Games cast, and... Uh, the XOXO PS I Love You. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so that game's a mobile game. Okay. It's straight up a free mobile game. And now it's on Vita? It's been on Vita, and it's like $3. And I got it on uh, sale for $1.50. And it's basically... How could you pass that up? Yeah, because I like food-making games. I like, you know, match the thing you got to make and swipe around. And... Cooking Mama's Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Or I really love Cook, Serve, Cook, Delicious. Serve Delicious. So yeah. good. What is that on? Where is it? It's from? on PC. It's you on should PC. download it. Cook, Serve Delicious. It's, there's a sandwich called the, uh, oh man, what's my favorite sandwich in that? The Ryan Davis. The Ryan Davis, yeah, yeah. There's a sandwich called the Ryan Davis in this game. So um, It's made by NeoGAF uh, poster forum user. <laughs> this is a one-man team made Cook, Serve Delicious, and it's great. All right. I have it on iPad. I have it on PC. I've got Sounds Cook, like Serve Delicious on everything. I've been hearing about this game. I think it's called like Steven Sausage or something like that. I don't, I don't think know. that's the sub family yeah, I, show. I know what <laughs> you're talking about. about. Jonathan Blue always talks about it. Yeah, he does. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think Take it's a Steven, it. Steven Sausage Roll. That's oh, it. I think it's well, Steven Sausage. So Taco Master is bad. <laughs> It's, bad, it's bad art. Uh, I feel like the the movement detection is bad. Like I'm touching the damn thing, and it's like, no, nah, you didn't make that taco. And uh, <laughs> it, I know these games are by nature repetitive, but it this is like really repetitive, man. <laughs> because there's only so many tacos you can make. There's like six ingredients for like one person. Um, you make them one one crepe, but for like one individual person, I imagine you're making them six tacos. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it just this person up. wants three of these tacos and three of those, but it's so whatever, dollar fifty. I've spent more money on worse games. If you love games where you have to make food for people, you'll have to come over and play Job Simulator with me when I get my Vive in. Because yes. that is there's it's a pronounced Vive. Oh, is it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's a cooking level in Job Simulator. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, I'm excited to deter from what you're playing, but Overcooked. Have you guys seen anything about that? Uh. Uh-uh. Um, that sounds like a Food Network show. So it sounds like these, Overwatch. <laughs> it's these little chibi characters, uh, multiplayer, and you're as a team trying to create dishes, but you're doing it in extreme environments. <laughs> so like one person sounds like a Food a, Network show. Dude, it was. It looks amazing. You're on a rapid river where 
where icebergs will sometimes go down the river, but you're on either sides of this rapid running river. So one person is on one side chopping up onions, and they have to bring it over to the cook on the other side. So you have to wait for an iceberg to come down the river, jump on the iceberg, jump to the other side, and then deliver the food. <laughs> It and sounds then, great. It and it looks. I think it's four player co op. Yeah, um, I've been watching it fairly heavily, and it's got me like Cooking Mama levels of excited. Okay. Um, now it's not anything better than Mama, but it's going to be close. I hope. Okay. I think, I think it's called Overcooked. Look into that, Vaughn. For some reason, yeah. it reminds me of Cluster Truck, and I want to download a demo of that. <laughs> Fuck that game, Vaughn. <laughs> Cluster Truck's good. You shut up. <laughs> I didn't like Cluster yeah. Truck. You love. shut up too. I love <laughs> Cluster Clucked. Cluster Clucked. That was also a bad game. It was bad. Good. Well, you have a double jump in Cluster Truck now, so that's awesome. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? I have been doing a bunch of nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty much like Star Fox my... really killed his life. Yeah, <laughs> gaming. Well, mostly oh, what a... happened at the beginning of this week is that we started getting a lot of uh, positive feedback from Slam, which happened a couple of weeks back. So mm-hmm. we decided, hey, yo, we need to get the stream VODs out as quickly as possible. Put them up on YouTube, tag them, start planning for the next event, all that good stuff. Start getting the website going for level 42. So that's pretty much been taking up a lot of my time this week. Oh, so you've been doing work. Pretty much. Okay. I found out something I, funny um, about your Star Fox story, more mm. so than the what, what we said <laughs> last time. Okay. So after Vaughn disgustedly was finished with the game, he brought it to Gameware and asked to trade it in. <laughs> I did. As you do. And, and, you know, when you trade a game in, you lose like half the money. And um, so I'm sure he was offered like 25 or 30 bucks, but I think whoever was working was like, why don't I just give you a refund? You've had it for like three hours. <laughs> That's literally what happened. And then he got a <laughs> refund. But Vaughn did not ask for a refund. I did not. He asked to trade it in. I legitimately bought it. So. But then he was, uh, yeah. And I opened it. But I guess, like, the three hours wasn't really, like, enough to it's really It's like Steam it. refund. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty flexible. Yeah, it's like five hours yeah. on Steam. It's fine. You, you, can, you can beat, what is it, Firewatch and then turn it. Yeah. Uh, Poor Firewatch, man. That's I sad. I love the game. Play. So I cool. played it. And, People you know. Oh, but in droves, yeah. and the developers are like contacting you know folks that have you know gotten their refund and kind of wanted to know. Well, you know, I put years of my life into this, <laughs> and I just want to know what what we've done better to make you keep your twelve dollars. You know, is <laughs> is the twelve dollars that that important to you? Not not you know. Yeah. I don't know. They responded uh, to to a public post with some of the most eloquence I've ever seen sure, yeah, on, a, right. on, on digital forums, and um, they said, "Look, they're like, if you really believe that you want this back, and I, then, I feel like we might have even talked about this when I was here last time, but they're like, look, do return it, right? But, but just please tell other people about how much fun you had if you truly had fun playing right, our game, right. mm-hmm. and hopefully that way, uh, you know, somebody else will see that, that and if they that. think it's worthwhile, they'll they'll pick it up too. Um, I was surprised with the production quality of that game. Yeah. And I even bought, away. I bought the theme on PS4 because I like the it's theme. It's still my theme. It's very nice. It changes. I play this game. The uh, the like depending on what time of the day it is, the theme is a different. Whoa! It's like there's like, there's like there's like a morning, sunset. really, and evening. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, I'm gonna get a PS4 just for that. Just for that, I'm telling you. And then <laughs> the tw- only thing that's weird is like you can tell how the birds are yeah. like the top layer, right? Because no matter what icon is on or whatever, the birds fly over it, right? Even though they're supposed to look like they're in the like well, yeah. next to the mountain. I kind of like that. I like how they're kind of flying. Yeah, I like it too. But it's just funny how like TV can you yeah, see you can. You can just see how they layered and made the theme right. just by paying we need more dynamic the themes. Yeah. Did you get the one good. that's like a corn on the cob being no. cooked? I saw or like a hot dog. 
dog on a hot dog roller. There's also like a bacon one. There's a bacon one. My favorite one is the hot dog roller. So it's just it's like a six (laughs) second video loop of a bunch of hot dogs on like a gas station roller thing. Like that's the background. Hot dogs already disgust me. That's the point. That's great. Yeah, on a 55 inch television. That's funny. Note ever. (laughs) Um, I did win a Mario Party 2 money match on Monday though. Game of skill. (laughs) <laughs> True, only skilled players can win that <laughs> Repeat particular what game. Repeat what was it that you just said? It was said? a Mario Party 2 money, money match. match. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, yeah. If it's a game, you can money oh, match. Oh, you've never it. heard of the M- you can MP2 buy M- M- <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I am so out of the loop without having a TV, guys. Evo, <laughs> like everyone knows the tournaments at Evo, but the real Evo begins in the hotel rooms when it's all Mario Party 2 money matches. <laughs> Daigo, the Beast, everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the same person. Yeah, yeah. Lupe, yeah. Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, absolutely. <laughs> it was all part of like the Monday stream that we do at like Little Wars, so, like sometimes they call it Monday Night Combat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it at all. It's not a writing. <laughs> but yeah, we we st- wanted to start putting out more content, so I figured why not just start like putting up more casual esque like sort of like retro games to level forty two instead of just all like fighting games all the time. Like I'll just bring something new to the table. And it was it went surprisingly well. <laughs> Have you ever considered a Mario Paint money match? Where you oh. what you do is what there's do you a do? You, there, there's a <laughs> yeah. picture uh-huh. and you don't you don't know what it is until you show them the picture and then they have to both at the same time try to most accurately draw the picture. That sounds like a Mario that'd Party be, mini game. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so that, this is this is a new like five hundred dollars <laughs> on the table. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody has that kind of money in our. What about in VR though? Because you can do 3D art in VR their group now. Doesn't even go up to five hundred. True, four hundred eighty-two dollars. If somebody has yeah. the game, I could probably try to like pitch that to somebody to do on a Monday night. But yeah, and I've been trying to do like content for my own channel too. I'm doing some casual speed runs again. Nice. Okay. Trying to do speed runs from like the more like casual perspective of people trying to get in, so it would be a lot easier for them to get into speed running. Have you done a Bubsy speed run yet? Nope. I haven't even beaten that game. That game's Bubsy's hard. pretty and good, man. <laughs> what about Bubsy's great? Bubsy 3D. That's that. You can't start with Bubsy 3D. What could possibly go wrong? You have to start with the first one. I forgot all about that. For some reason, it reminds me of like a Tiny Toon side scroller. Yeah. Like they're all in the yeah. Same yeah. Absolutely. Tiny Toon Adventures. You could speed run that. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that game, game you really need it. to take your time and yeah. just enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> Every single animation. Those, those <laughs> games were so good. Didn't Treasure make those? I want to say Treasure made some of the Tiny Toons I'm going to believe games. you on that one. Yeah. Scott I hear the game has lots know. of juicing. Yes. Blitz <laughs> the League. Blitz <laughs> the League. <laughs> it's mostly been content making for me, but Guile came out in Street Fighter Five. so... Is he free? Like, is, yeah, he's free, just like Alex is. So until until, they, get until the they get the... If I put my thing. disc in, and I haven't done it in a month, but if I put my disc in, then I can just get those for free. Right. I can't take Until, more Until like, they eventually take them away when they finally add the Zenny They're going to take them away from me? Yep. It's only for a limited time, man. Limited well, time offer. I'm not even care. So like, they I, learn how stores work. Wait, if I buy them now, if I download them. You, you can't buy them now. I know, but if Zenny I download them, right and then later I'm not going to be able to play with them unless I have the Zenny. Or will I keep the download Or, or the fight money to get them both. But you're saying is I I'll get them now, but then later I won't have them. Right. But right. Fuck that. It, unless you spend the zenny, you gotta. Work I don't have enough zenny. <laughs> Traded them all. You, I mean, you probably have enough fight money to get at least one of them, right? No, I don't. You don't? Yeah. 
Even like it, I it, bet it, it all. It, it's all gone. Your fight, <laughs> you Monday. Can't bet fight. I did <laughs> at Monday Night Combat. I bet it all. That was the noodle incident. That's who has his account. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. Like from completing all the story modes, like you should probably have enough fight. Okay, here's the problem character. with that. I completed the story modes before the game officially launched. Just complete them again. I don't wanna. <laughs> They're not that long. I already did it all, and they took it. They and they wiped it all because the once the game launched, they wiped all the fight money from the weekend before. You don't know anybody at Gameware who would beat that for you. We're yeah, just like, hey sure. man, come over here and play for thirty He's minutes. He's right or... though; it doesn't take long. <laughs> Some of the story mode you just only slam has your head like into the controller and beat it's, it. It's one match like rounds. Some of them that. only have like two match, two two rounds. The whole. Yeah, the whole story. Like the whole story mode is two one round fights for, yep. for two or three characters, I think. Yeah, wow. And then some and of them like have five the rounds. No, yeah. there's there's like sixteen or twelve so you, characters. You said Guile, and that was my original Street Fighter character that I played yeah. with. I've seen an interesting mix of people that are excited that Guile is back, and other people that are claiming he's either OP or not the same, or people that are just complaining. And I tend to not read those articles because I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not playing it anyway. I just want to see cool stuff about Guile and watch him Sonic Boom. I mean, that's all yes. that I really care yeah. about. So what what do you guys think about that? A lot I of those people are probably remnants of like the Street... Sorry, Neil. No, no, probably no, no, remnants no. of the Street Fighter 4 players, okay. which a lot of like the people that fought Guile in Street Fighter 4 hated it because he was one of the more defensive characters, and it was like fighting a wall. Mm. It was a lot. It was really hard for a lot of characters to get in on him and actually do damage. And by the time he finally got in, half your life bar was gone. He could probably just distance himself from you again and throw more sonic booms sonic boom. but honestly i think that's just his character design it's whatever Take i'm it um, as you will i'm a huge guile fan and i bought that sonic boom game and it was terrible there weren't any street fighter characters in the game and the game was really bad so i don't recommend it you like Side the tv note. show though randomly it's pretty hilarious <laughs> i was just gonna say if you want to say see the best video on guile you should google search guile's theme goes with everything and yes. watch the video of mari when the guy finds out that he is not the father beautiful awesome um yeah, for me, uh, we've pretty much talked everything I've played. Hearthstone, Rocket League, Destiny, Severed. Uh, I did boot up Heroes of the Storm again because Tracer from Overwatch came out. And talk about OP. She is broken as fuck. Like, she is so good because she can move and shoot, and she can blink around, and she can rewind time, and she starts with an ultimate, and it only gets stronger. Jeez and Louise, and she doesn't use mana. All she does is shoot her guns and reload. Well, she costs $60. Wow. <laughs> so what do you expect? Are you being serious? Does she really cost $60? No, she's well, I, know, like, wait, I thought you had what? to like pre-order Overwatch to get you her. You got her a week early if you pre-ordered Overwatch, and now if you pre-order Overwatch, you get it for free. Okay. I just paid $10. But you can pre-order Overwatch, get the code, and cancel your pre-order. No, you have to do it through Battle.net. Well, oh, no, Amazon. No, Amazon. Yeah. Well, then they figured it out. Battle.net. Yeah, they figured it out. Um, Yeah, but she's a lot of fun. Um... But she's really squishy, and I've just been playing against bots. I'm sure once you play against actual people who know what they're doing, they'll, they'll key you. in on her, and you get murdered. So you really have to be good at, you know, blink in, drop your bomb, rewind time, and back out, then blink away before they get you. And it's it's kind of frantic, but it's so much fun. So when you drop your bomb, then rewind rewind time, the bomb doesn't go away. No, you just rewind yourself. Nice. Yeah. You just go back to where you were three seconds ago. So is that all directly representative of, of what she does in Overwatch? Yeah, because her character, she has twin, uh, twin pistols in her ability, she blinks, and then her ultimate, and there she drops the bomb. But I hear so it's, like, like, it's a really good representation 
from a first-person shooter into a third-person MOBA. Yeah. Awesome. I, I think in Heroes of the Storm, though, they had to like lessen her butt animation or something like that because <laughs> it was like too too offensive. Man, it's more that. Street Fighter. You know, <laughs> PNO three would not be a game that's released today. No, because that all that game is is a butt animation. Like, and that was two thousand three on the GameCube. I don't know if anyone's played Piano. 3. I have not. No, nope. not Piano, but P N O three. Oh, oh P N O three. Yes. yes. Oh, I did play that. Yeah, it was a dancing game. Well, yeah, well, it was a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game, yeah. but it's like a shooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I played that because that was made by Clover. Um. Well, at the time they were Capcom, but Capcom, it was one yeah. of the illustrious Capcom Five, which was the exclusive lineup of GameCube games that eventually only was four games. Yeah. And only one of them was actually a GameCube exclusive. So the Capcom One. Yeah, and that was it. That was the game. That was the the only game of that group that was only on. Yeah, Beautiful Joe was part of that group. Yeah, and two. Well, no, just the first one. Resident uh, Evil Four, Beautiful Joe, that Dead Phoenix game that never came out. Ah. Um, and then there was one more, um, Killer Seven. Ah, Killer Seven. Yeah, dude, Suda Fifty's One's new game looks really good. What do you What do you know Piano about Four? Uh, Let it die. <laughs> what What did Are you familiar with um uh. Oh shit! Shadows of the Damned. Yes, oh, I remember so, that one. Yeah, it was a good. One. The game was great. Yeah, I was on the the testing team at EA when that was going through over here, and that was the first game. Like you said, Suda Fifty One. That's the only other time I've ever heard of that. <laughs> that was the first game that I ever tested. I walked into um, testers running over a naked woman as a bridge, <laughs> and that was my first experience there. And I was kind of like. I was like, they told me this was nothing like Grandma's Boy. This but it is totally exactly is. like <laughs> Grandma's Boy. Every single moment of it. Uh, and and then, you know, having Steve Blum uh, make dick and fart jokes the entire time. Yeah. I mean, my time there was great, mostly because of that. I mean, that, that was my training. And they were just like, we're done with this. Play this for about two weeks. He's, and I was like, all right. He's made some fantastic games. Uh, no More Heroes, Lollipop yep. Chainsaw, uh, Killer7, which is my personal favorite of his. Yeah. Did he do D4? No, no, that no. was um. um but his else. new game is a free game that's a free to play game, and it's it's called Let It Die, and basically like it's basically a horde mode game where you just kill a lot of things, but it, when your character dies, it stays in the game, so your character eventually like AI fights other people. Yeah, it looks really sounds cool neat. though. It looks yeah. cool. So you, I, real quick, you guys are talking about developers that you like. What is your number one go-to developer on social media that you follow or you, you listen to or that you respect their opinion enough to where you check their stuff? Oh, I follow so many, but um, one developer that I really love, mainly because he stays out of what he does, is Kojima. Of course. Uh, I just love that he's very personal on mm-hmm. his Twitter, like just always posting about what he's doing, what he's buying, the things he buys. So like, he's being an internet celebrity and you enjoy the fact that you get to watch him being a normal human being? I guess, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Which is something typically I don't like. But because it's Kojima, but though, because it's Kojima, it's totally and I different. just love how like how weird he is. Like he, he it's just like <laughs> oh, I guess quirky. not what I really expected. Like gotcha. I mean, he'll like just buy like these. I mean, he does like things like buys action figures. And, He's quirky and goofy, and yeah. for the stuff that he makes, you wouldn't imagine him being so quirky and goofy. Well, oh, oh, okay. Metal goofy, Gear has goofy. a serious tone, but it is very, very goofy and quirky. True, true. No, I <laughs> guess you're totally right. It definitely is riddled with goofiness and quirkiness. Yeah. I mean, I used to, I know Steve and I were big fans of Harmonix and interacting with them until all of our Harmonix friends left Harmonix and they're kind of the shell of the company they were. But I really enjoy Dave Lang's act, antics, the owner of Iron Galaxy, who makes Dive Kick and Killer Instinct now and all of those because he's just, he's, he's definitely a character. 
this big loud character and it's fun seeing what he gets into and interacting with him at trade shows and of course i like dive kick and what iron galaxy does is it more him as a person or the stuff that he's created that draws you to him uh, a little bit of both. I mean, for harmonics, it was I liked harmonics, and I got to know the community team from harmonics. With with Iron Galaxy, it was yeah, Dive Kick's cool, but then Dave Lang is such a character. I follow him more now on Twitter than I do the actual Iron Galaxy accounts. Gotcha. You know, so someone like that, I guess. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mostly follow PR people uh, or mm-hmm. former games journalists, people that have moved into PR. So. I really don't follow too many actual developers uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. One guy I actually follow too. Um, his name is Ben something, but the only reason I follow him is because uh, he's a, one of the guys that made Firewatch. He works for uh, Campo Santo. Campo Campo Santo. Campo, Campo Santo. Yes. Um, but he's really cool too because he's just you know he 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 uh, he posts a lot about like just like video games that he loves. Okay. Yeah. And it's just interesting to see like you know what he finds is like a really good game and stuff like that, especially from a game like Firewatch that's narratively like just a huge narrative driven game and mm-hmm. pretty pretty different from anything I've ever really played. Oh, I agree. It was I felt like it was fairly unique, yeah. almost interactive movie uh, yeah. where things are happening around you. There's like a level of Stephen Lynchness. I really to the wish whole you would thing. beat it you so know, that because really like weird. I've been wanting to like talk about. I know the I game. Know. I oh no! Like, I know. Is that where we're at? Is like see you're stopping the, the conversation. Well, it's just, also yeah. just because like what I really want to talk about is the like gotcha. a huge thing. No, no. Mm-hmm. It, hey, and it, it's so. no. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get there, I promise. I personally like Seth Killian being part of the fighting game community. <laughs> like he worked a lot on like Street Fighter Four and PlayStation All Stars. That we don't talk about that though. <laughs> hey, but, but I, I <laughs> that, like game that game had awesome levels. Yeah, it did have yeah. good levels. Yeah, it did have great levels. It's just like the w- the way that it like took like how you had to KO like another character was just like kind of weird. That was, I guess. Yeah, that was stupid. I remember yeah. playing that at E three, thinking I had like one. <laughs> when you actually didn't, <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, he he has like so much like knowledge of like just working on the games that he did, and just like as a fighting game player, even though he doesn't like really play fighting games that much, like he just has like such like a keen eye for like looking out for things, even for games that he hasn't even like played or seen before. So. Mm-hmm. Stuff that as you, you're a genre person, you're you're liking him because of the fighting games. So yeah. he gives you content for the stuff that, the, that you would like based off of that. Right. It's always hype whenever he's on commentary, like at an event like Evo. Like he's done commentary for like Street Fighter Finals at Evo before, and he's always very insightful. He, like he he's even a better commentator than the commentators that we have right now. So <laughs> yeah, it, it just puts more human element on it, and it makes me want to follow their stuff more, or whatever they do. Like. I don't give a shit about like video ball. Like I wouldn't know what that was. I'm like, oh, that's a Iron Galaxy joint. I saw Dave Lang pushing that. I'll go check it out. The game you was know? fun. Yeah, that was the that last game at the Omegathon. Last yeah, oh, video game. ball. Yeah, that's funny. Ball. Yeah. So there you go. I do follow a mobile developer, Fobwashed, because oh, that. I mean, he's interacts with Giant Bomb. Interacts with Giant Bomb. Yeah. yeah. He's basically just makes animated gifs all day, and he's <laughs> making the dumb Paxamania wrestling game. Oh, great! Which is an actual is. game. Nice. nice. So. All right. That's cool. Vaughn. Yes. I've got some news for you, buddy. Oh boy, news. What we got? Um, Scott Cawthorn. 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 I, I made a typo. <laughs> Cawthorn uh, is teasing a Five Nights at Freddy's spinoff. Another one. Yes. Uh, sister location. That's cool. Um, because you you said 
Five Nights at Freddy's 4 was the last one. I said, are you kidding me? No, it's not. I and mean, you're like, oh, it's, it's totally the last one. And I'm like, no, it's not. He's going to make another game. I mean, And he's making another game, Vaughn. This is a spinoff game. It's not part of the main game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, he also made FNAF World. That's so that's real. technically still like another Five Nights at Freddy's Five. game, and according to your Freddy's, definition. And he, pulled, and he pulled that from the store. Just the screenshots yeah. of that look. That, that, yeah. that game wasn't as well received. But I mean, like, this new game, maybe it'll shed, like, it'll, like, give, like, a new perspective on, like, what he's trying to do whenever he's making these kinds of horror games. Mm-hmm. We'll probably see, like, a bunch of, like, new stuff, new but it's characters. Gonna, I, I feel like it's going to be tied to this lore. It has to be. I mean, there's a bear in the teaser with sister location over its face. I didn't see a bear. I thought it, it was totally, a different animal. It totally looks like a bear. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I, I could think, barely smack it out. <laughs> Either way, I don't think it'll tie in with the main story. It'll probably just be like something else that like randomly, supposedly, quote unquote, happened. Because the general consensus is that like the first four games were a dream. So, oh, is that what's going on now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems to be the go-to thing. We don't know what anything that's about. We don't know the storyline, so it's got to be a dream. It's okay, and this is a visual podcast. It kind of looks like a oh, it's an ad for a MacBook. <laughs> No, I'm not interested in a free MacBook. It looks like a clown bear thing. Oh, yeah, no. It it does. Yeah. It looks like a clown. I don't think it looks like a bear. Okay, Vaughn. (laughs) It looks like a clown bear. Like, what part of it, like, makes it look like a bear? It's big cheeks, its face, its eyes, got the thing. I I could see it. What if it's just a big, rosy clown (laughs) with rosy cheeks? I don't see any kind of, like, nose. I don't see ears. So, to show you, there is a line from the nose down to the lip. So it lo- I could see that being distinguishably animalistic. Um, is is the nose? Is that nose actually an animal nose? Is that like a little uh, it looks like bear nose, like or is it a behind the L and the O? But we'll never. What we'll if it's a different know. nose though? What if it's we'll an entirely different animal? He says be. there's no more surprise early launches like there was for FNAF World. Uh, that I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what um, old Scott has up his sleeve for the continuation of this lore um as we talked about earlier guile is coming out or came out technically yesterday uh for street fighter 5 they're really pushing the end of the month on these monthly updates i guess to give themselves like more time (laughs) in preparation (laughs) i guess for these monthly things um at pax last week harmonix had a panel talking about the future of rock band 4 probably the biggest news coming out of that is there's gonna be a paid expansion coming out later this year and um if the wording is how it is to be read and they didn't really clarify the only way you're gonna get online multiplayer at the end of this year is if you pay for this expansion because they teased you know double kick pedals finally coming online multiplayer is coming a feature that's been in rock band one two and three uh but they talked about how later on you'll be able to get this like players who buy the expansion will get to enjoy online multiplayer and that wording makes it sound like you have to buy this weird thing. And they didn't go into any details on what this paid ex- expansion consists of, how much it's going to be, when it's coming out, just that it's a thing. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird considering Rock Band 4 kind of launched, full disclosure, Steven and I got this for free, um, that it launched half-assed, half the features are missing, kind of like Street Fighter V. And they've been adding slowly things, set lists are finally here, more sorting options. But, you know, practice mode still isn't in there or might just be coming out uh, the online multiplayer. So if that's locked behind a paywall, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, it seems like the well, big thing that they're trying to do with these games now. What if this paywall came with some songs? Okay. Then would you be a little more... Are there songs I can choose? No. 
I mean, I would be like ten. Songs. I would assume it does. Yeah, because it'd be weird to sell an expansion pack of features. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine what is it? more more venues, more costume options, because the the dress up your doll options is also severely lacking compared to the last three games. Right. So it feels like charging for features that were in previous games is kind of shitty. And considering they just had an unsuccessful fig campaign for Rock Band Four for PC. It seems like they're trying every single way to get money from us now. Who are they, Bungie? <laughs> Is that the first failed fig? It might be. I'm not sure. I haven't really been following fig too much. I mean, they're asking for $1.5 million, which I think is the most anyone's ever asked for on fig as well. Was it? Okay. Um, no, no. Wasn't Psychonaut asking for three? I think I just I made it up. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, Psychonaut was asking for three. Okay. But it's different when it's a game that's already come that. out and it's just a port for a... Yeah. The computer, especially a port for that large amount of money. Exactly. I always wanted to just get all my friends together around my computer and play rock. Play band. rock band. Well, we. <laughs> I understand that. I don't have that many ridiculous. USB. Ports. I know people hook up their computers to their TVs. Yeah. yeah. We, we use that as our central multiplayer hub. Sure. Uh, hooked sure. up to our TV with an extra USB extension, and then you know controllers, whatever it is there. But I'm the only person that I've ever seen that does that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, You're weird. Oh, totally. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, very. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping for more clarification on that soon. It's coming this fall. That's about all we know about this right, big expansion. Right. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. King of Fighters 14 has a release date. That game looks a lot better than it at first. Yeah, it looks like did. a PS2 game at first. Um, August 23rd. Now it's like a PS3 they're game. game. They're announcing like a whole bunch of like new characters and stuff too. Like it seems pretty hype. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Speaking of Hearthstone, uh, Blizzard wow. announced that they've reached uh, 50 million uh, active players, or um, sorry, registered players. Active players is something different, but 50 million registered players. That's up uh, 10 million Dang. in the past five months. Five wow, months. this shit's free, of course. It's yeah, <laughs> and now it's on phones. And... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like exactly. <laughs> like it's like I mean that's impressive, and I know those people have spent a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but but I mean you know. Blizzard, quit bragging. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm one, of those, I'm one of those users, and I've beaten, like, the first three tutorials. Yeah. The, the, see, I mean... And, and, you know, yeah. So... How many I, of those are bots, guys? <laughs> okay. Blizzard pads their all numbers. Those, they all have those to. bots, yeah. The shaman bots. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's still a lot of... Uh, I mean, I'd say the active numbers is something curious, but still 50 million people sign up for your thing. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, let's see. We've got some big Nintendo news. We'll save the big one for last... So we'll go with the um, first. There was leaked, Cody shaking his head. I know. I I know the feel. There was a, there's leaked footage of Pokemon Go. Did y'all catch this? Yeah. yeah. I watched all nine minutes. Unfortunately, I yeah. not. Okay. Uh, it might have been pulled announced? by now. Okay. This was up uh, Tuesday, maybe. Okay. Well, there's places on the internet. Where things yeah. Always they always exist. Uh, what did you think? You know, um, watching this. This helped describe it a little bit, and then like you know what you ever. So this was beta, right? It, that's what they like, say. It's because that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been in beta right for a while. Um, it runs like shit. <laughs> and it looks completely unfun. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? So it runs like really X and Y head. and plays yeah. like X and Y? The way that you play it is like super different, too. Because like, apparently you got to like, catch like more than one of the same Pokemon in order to get it to evolve or, or stuff like that. Yeah, uh, just... Battles are in real time. Yeah. As opposed to turn-based, so, so that's if someone weird. calls you in the middle of a Pokemon looks, catch, like you're just you're just screwed. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty I much think most every Pokemon of the video has two attacks too. Yeah, pretty much most of the video was just someone like walking around on what looked like Google Maps, but it was like just jumpy mm -hmm. the whole time. And I, I mean, not to say it can't be fun. It just it, it looked look very like it, the the nine yeah. minutes that I watched. I mean, I'm it glad this is good. free. Yeah. 
when it comes out. It's but, free to walk around on a map, but as soon as you want to catch something, you got to pay a dollar for right, a ball yeah, or whatever Pokeballs are yeah. expensive. What, did you say <laughs> price? I mean, if, if this was leaked footage, was there a price point on the Pokeballs? No, or? they didn't show any kind of like store okay, or anything okay. like that. It was just all gameplay, but that would have been I mean, it, it's, it, it looked like pretty much what I'd expect from a uh, mobile game. So Well, that's unfortunate. I saw a little bit of it, but it just looked not uninteresting to me. To be honest, so I mean, we still got sun and moon. So. True. Yeah, that's that, that's mainly what everyone's waiting for at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just that you know Nintendo's mobile strategy so far has been uh, not good. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about Mitomo? Is that what we're gonna talk about? Uh, we talked about Mitomo briefly on the show. <laughs> I feel like that was like a decade ago. <laughs> you were just playing it last week. It's definitely old news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone was. On it. First, like five days, I yeah. got my candies in my space books, and now but, it's just. And uh, you know, I don't care about any of that stuff. After I played Pachinko a couple of times, I don't want to do that ever again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this was uncomfortable to watch even... a human fall down these things and not land on the pieces I want them to. Right. <laughs> so. And it's also a resource hog. Like your yeah. phone Crazy. melts down. Yeah. What the hell does that thing do? I can only play it when I'm plugged in, like laying in bed about to go to sleep. Exactly. Because if not, yeah. it just I have it on the power save option, which is like 30 frames a second. Everything. Right. No, I need my Mitomo in 60 FPS. God yeah, damn it. Well, I don't need my Mitomo at all. <laughs> oh, me neither. And if Mitomo is like an indicator for anything, I wonder how much like Pokemon Go is going to like destroy your battery. Oh, 100%. Because it's using <laughs> oh, also it's like GPS functions. It's functions using GPS and everything. Oh, it, yeah, it's it's going to kill it. Dang. So it's Pokemon Get ready. Go down. <laughs> well, by the time it comes out, because I'm sure it'll be delayed a few times, and then, uh, they'll, they'll put it up for testing again. So we'll have two years of phones upgrade before then. So look forward to that, guys. Maybe our gaming phones will be out then. And I can't we wait can for my play game it on our, We'll have red LEDs and giant alien head I hope on the it back. Comes out on the my... Galaxy S10. Let's go. <laughs> I hope it comes Done. out for uh, Engage. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. And then the, uh, the biggest uh, piece of news this week coming from Nintendo, and probably just the biggest piece of news this week, uh, Nintendo announced that the NX will be launching in March of 2017 and that The Legend of Zelda has been delayed until March of 2017 so it can be a split-gen game between Wii U and NX. That's strike two. That's strike two, Vaughn. Three strikes. <laughs> Your game gets delayed three times, Vaughn will not play it. Really? That's, so that's Mighty number role. nine is on but that hold list. On, but hold on, hold on, hold on. It, hold on, it would become like the point of, to the point where I just don't care about it anymore. Understandable. So. But well, it's not delayed because it's shitty. It's delayed. We for don't know of, that. We don't know <laughs> that. But no, like with Star Fox, they intentionally said, like, hey, motion controls aren't working. We're delaying this Actually, game. I found out recently that the delay was not for the motion controls. It was to create more of the split paths in the world map. Yep. <laughs> LOL. I thought they delayed it so that they could do like multiplayer leaderboards. <laughs> I wish. Chicken mech that races. Would, that would be, that would be better heard. than. I was thinking Mighty Number Nine. That, my, my, that was Mighty Number yeah. Nine. I, I, I got you, Josie. <laughs> uh, so, so we don't know exactly what's, what's warranting this delay other than like they want it to be a dual release with NX, which yeah. I think is also really dumb because like you may as well just put the Wii U version out before the then NX. Then you could one. sell it again to all the idiots who will buy your game twice. You know twice, what? Like we would all, all of us at this it. table. Every single Nintendo fan. Yes. You will always do that. And but then this is also, that means the Wii U will be the only Nintendo console other than the Virtual Boy that didn't have its own exclusive Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Right? Because uh, Hyrule Warriors doesn't count. That's a Dynasty Warriors game. Right. We've had two remakes, and this will be split gen. 
Because while GameCube had a split-gen game, they still had Wind Waker. Mm. You know? So... No Wait. Metroid either. Yeah. No Metroid either. GameCube didn't have a... GameCube? You said GameCube had a split-gen game? Yeah, Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought, to, to me, that was a Wii split-gen game. But uh, also, plus, once again, no F-Zero. So. That's, you're going to be holding your breath for a while. <laughs> I know. Good luck, good luck <laughs> Just play the there's, I mean, I yeah, doubt I they're going to be better. That's really where I'm looking at. It's like, like I'm, I'm probably extremely yeah, close so just becoming a pure retro gamer at this point. Like, if Zelda U isn't anything, is anything short of amazing, I'm not even worried about Nintendo that much. <laughs> like, like, as far as this year goes, because they're not, they're not even showing off NX at E3. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like other, like other than so like true. Zelda, which is like next year. The only two games left this year that I'm looking forward to from Nintendo are both on 3DS. They're both Kirby and Pokemon. Right. And that's it. I want that Tokyo Literally Mirage else. Sessions. That's, that's a Wii <laughs> that U game. That game flopped in Japan. So does Xenoblade Chronicles. Ap- apparently, that apparently that game was too anime for Japan. Whoa. I think the problem is that it's on the Wii U. <laughs> the Wii U? I don't think anyone out there wants a Wii U game. I mean, yeah, Nintendo, you know, did come out to talk about their E3. Plans, and yeah, they said NX won't be there, and that the only game going to be playable in their booth is Zelda? Now... It's a bad move. Not the NX version. No, no. and... Three of us here have been to E3 before. Nintendo's booth is not small. So unless they're going to have like 200 Zelda kiosks just sitting there, like, is their booth space me smaller? Can I meet Maybe their booth space Zelda? smaller. You can meet Zelda. Whoa. Multiple yeah. Zeldas. She'll be there. <laughs> it'll be like Star Wars convention where there's 20 different Princess Leia's, <laughs> and there'll be 20 different Zeldas. Now, I was talking to Matthew Zelda's Toronto about Zelda's the guy in green, though, right? Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He said, and what his assumption is, is that there will be uh, like some kinds of props. Um, you know, mm. like there will be like a a Zelda esque area for you to go and walk is this through, be like Zelda Land, like in Disney World. Quite like, possibly, well, they've done this before. They yeah. did it for Twilight Princess. There was literally an animatronic wolf. See, that would kind of <laughs> like you would walk under it, and then it would like leap towards you. What but the then, f- like you were at Disney, like you were at Disney World. Yeah, so this is not something that they're unfamiliar with but i mean they have kirby they have pokemon they have other games hey, so don't worry about any of those games they're gonna sell so well we don't even this speaks more to the irrelevance of e3 than it does the irrelevance of nintendo then why Absolutely. does nintendo even show up at this point That's everyone else question. is pulling maybe out. contractually they, yeah, they have to be their yeah. obligations yeah. Yeah. i bet uh, i bet there was something that they signed very early on right that requires that they I mean, stay there it could be also that if you lose if you don't go you lose your boot spot so then they would be yeah, but and then you put point, the back of the line. Yeah. At this point, if you lose your booth spot, Who that's cares? fine. There's In two years, you'll of, be back at the front. All of South Hall is open right now, basically. So, so we could all get a booth spot yeah. there and just this work one. our way up to the front. <laughs> There's one booth that, for the past six years, has been selling merchandise at Which E3, and that's not, E3 is a trade show. It's yeah, not a. Yeah. It's not like a convention. Are there <laughs> rules against it? Or I'm pretty sure that... you can't do that. Um, but they do, and it's they sell like it's under the table. It really uh, is because they're in the <laughs> they're in Kentia Hall. They're, yeah. Well, they're not quite there. Um, is, is it in west or south? I always mix them up. West is the one with the three. Okay, so it's in south, okay. and it's in the back, kind of yeah. like by the chili dog stand. <laughs> there's and, a chili dog stand. Oh yeah, dude. Man, there's tons of that. Your mind's are the be blown. Workers, are the workers dressed up as 
Sonic. No, unfortunately. They look like They just look like disgruntled, like stadium workers. Oh, no, they always like are. Actually, it's yeah, not chili dog, but it's like meat on a stick. It's like a yeah. turkey, totally different leg. <laughs> but anyway, this booth is like it's a company that sells wholesale collectible video game things. Much like some of the things that we sell at GameWare. Yeah. It's like little collectibles. Now here we go. Now you're talking. But they're selling them to people at this at E3. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, like, why are these people at, even at you E3? You get plenty of free shit at E3. Why yeah. are these people buying, like, it's, yeah. you know, packs or an anime convention? Like, I yeah. want the Minecraft toy. How much for that? <laughs> $6. Cash only. Hmm. I always want to report so them. Weird. But maybe, maybe the ESA sets up that booth. Maybe, maybe that's that is their, their booth. booth. And it's just more revenue for them. <laughs> Secret. <laughs> Side of the t-shirts and shot glasses you can get in the front of the... Everyone's uh, dropping out of ESA, so they're... Uh, <laughs> they got to supplement their income exactly, somehow. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's, E3's going to be so weird. Like, I was all excited about NX, but now they're like, that's not going to be here. We'll talk about that later this year. But now we have, like, PS4 Neo and VR that'll be there. So it'll still be an interesting and show. a bunch of Zelda. They're going yeah, to shove Zelda down your throat. I expect one 32-inch screen <laughs> with a line two miles long. And it can only, only export in, like, 720. Sure. That's what all the booth space is for. It's just the long the queue line. line to play uh, the one Zelda And you know why that's smart? Because they'll own the headlines. Fans <laughs> wait for seven hours to try a new Zelda game. It must be good. HoloLens did that last year, didn't they? Or Who fans? that? HoloLens? HoloLens. Yeah. The fans um, line up for four hours, hours to... No, because... Wait, Holo... Maybe, yeah. Xbox. Yeah, they, they Everyone else for... did the ticket system where, hey, yeah. just come back later. Yeah. That's what but Microsoft. Microsoft's like, no, wait in line, yeah. assholes. Yeah, for four hours, miss your whole convention, dick. And the Xbox booth sucks. It's hot, it's cramped, and there's like no room to do anything. Yeah. So if I had to be in that for four hours, mm-hmm. that and it's all green. And like your eyes burn because everything's so, green. What's the longest the three of us that have that are at this table, what's the longest wait you've had at E three and what was it for? Three hours. Three hours, what was it for? Halo four. Halo four. Couldn't have waited four? <laughs> Could have just said Halo. Could have. It was a throwback to Halo Three. <laughs> There's probably about two and a half hours for the Vita. Okay. Yeah. And for me, it was six hours. Um, yeah. And it was only because I had nothing else to do. It was the third day. This is back when E3 was on the weekend, so it was Sunday. Um, and it was the Wii, the the the, the regular Wii, the right? regular Wii before it had launched. So I was like, you know, I've seen everything I want to see at the show floor. I'm just going to go to this Wii line because I want to try it. You know, it's the hot thing at E3 this year. And every day during E3, you know, when they would let people into South Hall, people literally ran into Nintendo's booth. And that line would snake around the booth. And then within 20 minutes, they closed the line. And so if you weren't in that line within the 20 minutes, then you just weren't getting in it. Dang. People run anytime the doors open. Like, people yeah. were sprinting to the BS- PSVR tickets right, last right. year. At least they gave out tickets and you came back at yeah. your appropriate You guys time. are going to have to show me. Like, we're going to have to make an attack plan. Oh, oh yeah. My attack plan is to find the food trucks as fast as I can <laughs> and just go there and just get some food. Bun like, tacos, whatever bun offerings they have sure. there. you got to go to Burger Storm. Burger that, Storm. That hasn't been a thing since 2010. Bro. There was a Bulletstorm promotional food truck that was called Burger Storm. No way. <laughs> Renee, myself, and Neil uh, got burgers there. They're free. And they Speaking were very of good. Steve Blum, wasn't that? Also, I they had so. a, yeah, the year. So. Uh, it was the Homefront Revolution. Homefront Re- home home was front, coming out. Yeah. Home, it wasn't the Revolution. It was Homefront. Yeah, home I said yeah. So it, the Homefront truck was giving out propaganda, like literally propaganda, oh. to people that were waiting in line for the bullet Like storm. how communism is like the way to go. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So the, the the home front burgers, or they weren't burgers, it was all um, Asian food. Yeah. But it wasn't free. 
So it was a dollar. Everything really on the menu was a dollar, which would mean Was it that like a potato or a... <laughs> no, it was good food. I had like a chicken... What was kind of like a chicken quesadilla? We had thing. um, we had like some interesting drinks. Yeah, too. aloe vera soda. We had aloe vera soda. Yeah. Not just for moisturizing your skin. Moisturizing your esophagus. Yes. <laughs> but they don't do too many of the like game promo food trucks now anymore. Oh. It's just like real food trucks that want nine dollars for a waffle taco. There was yeah. a, a wonderful We Bear Bears episode about food trucks and the ludicrous nature that people line up for four hours to get a, a, a $15 ramen burger. Right. You know, like but it's an event like that. at that point. Like it this is. Thing, <laughs> yeah. This thing's literally not going to be here tomorrow. We have to it's gonna roll wait on out. forever. Gotcha. They used to have a fancy grilled cheese food truck that I really liked, but it wasn't there last year. It was there the previous two years, though. And then now for me, and Adam knows my E3 routine, like <laughs> I just wake up around 1, you know. <laughs> I just sometimes no PM. no PM. Maybe I'll go to the show floor today and then just get there whenever and I don't know, not play a single thing, but I'll walk around. Hopefully, <laughs> find Cliff Blazinski and then just leave an hour early. What was the purpose of finding Cliff Blazinski? I always do every oh. year. He runs into Cliff Blazinski. Oh, okay, that's a thing. Uh, I got him into a party once. Oh, that's a true story. We've talked about this yeah. on the show before. Did he ever? Uh, Posts on social media about that. He's no. like, "Yo, dude, thanks for the party invite." No, if I if I ever like talk to him on social media, he'd block me. Probably. It's it's funny because at the pack South this year, he was like the keynote speaker. And yeah. he talks about how like how alpha he is, and with his girlfriend, he just like walk into parties like he owned the place. I'm like, well, motherfucker, my friend got you into a yeah, party so four years ago. He wasn't in the he like I I got in this gearbox party. I don't know why I wasn't they, I wasn't on the list. There was a list. <laughs> they don't they don't sometimes check those. Like no, a lot they of did. people. I got oh, there wow. and I was like, hey, my friend Ben's uh, <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, so Ben. Uh, oh, was friend, really a Ben? Yeah, that's oh, even better. My friend Ben told me he was at the bar at this particular hotel so i got there and the bar's on the second floor and i told them my friend was in there and he wasn't on the list i'm not on the list it turns out there was another bar on the back and that's where he was but, <laughs> but i they... guess this lady felt sorry for me um and they just, she just let me in anyway and so i'm up there and just free food and uh drinks and randy pitchford and his team are just kind of hanging out on the second floor of the fig uh and then they wouldn't let cliff blazinski in for some dumb reason um and when he i wasn't noticed on the list. he was hanging he out wasn't with on the list. Too. so when i noticed that they wouldn't let him in i found the girl that let me in she wasn't like working the line anymore and i said hey my buddy cliff blazinski is here and they won't let him in and then she's like oh i know cliff blazinski so she went down and then got nice. him and he's like <laughs> It was like him and plus nine. Oh, all God. dudes. Yeah, uh, that's all how dudes. Cliff rolls. <laughs> you know, you, you, dude huge. Yeah, yeah. I see him post, uh, you know, a friend's Facebook. Uh, they're like, he's, she's best friends with his wife. And I see him post, and he's always like super nice and super chill on all the things that he posts on, or did on Facebook. I haven't seen anything recently. Oh, you should go follow him on Twitter and just start reading through that like, is, filth. Is it really? Oh, man. Because I had this nice, asshole. like, uh, this that's, like angelic image. That. Yeah. Well, that's part of the internet celebrity right. thing. Yeah. People and follow the person more than they do so the game. I'm talking to him, you know, during this party. I'm like, hey, how's your E3 going? It's the Gears of War 3 uh, E3. Oh, so it's this is 2012. E3. Well, he's sick of yeah. it, right? Oh, like really? I, I can tell, like from his just body language, and then I so I'm like, "How's your show going?" And he says, "Well, you know how it is when you got a new game." I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and um, <laughs> we, and we were just talking, and man, I could just tell, like, he really didn't want to be involved in this much anymore, just from what he was saying, and and sure enough, I mean, he would he left, uh, you know, that whole by the end of that year, yeah. yeah. So and then Gears Three ended up not being that great. I guess mm -hmm. he kind of knew that. 
probably. But you could slide. Yeah. You could, <laughs> yeah. And we've run across like we, you and I, we had a got a pizza at at an E3 a couple years before, and we're like standing outside of a convenience store, and he like walks up to us, and we're like, "Hey, what's up? How's it going?" Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Going pretty good." And we're like, "Got a pizza. This is cool. See you later." Like, quit talking to me, plebes. Uh, he was yeah. he was perfectly pleasant. Yeah, his mm-hmm. like girlfriend was with him. I think my favorite experience was running into Yoshinori Ono on the, the street. Oh, yeah. on the street. You got a good photo with and him. I got a good photo with him where he That's just like whipped story. out his little Blanca. He's he had that thing like on the ready. Blanca. Anytime someone asked him for a picture, he pulled yeah. a little Blanca figure. I took a picture of him figure. outside of a food truck, and he had a little figure. My favorite picture is a. Uh, Myself, you, and Yusuf uh, running from Pac-Man. Yeah, that was fun. That was Giant, 20-foot-tall inflatable Pac-Man. Yeah, was was it for Voxels, the movie? No. no. I don't know why they had a Pac-Man there. <laughs> I think it was Nothing just... at E3 makes sense. <laughs> I think it was like outside of like wherever Namco was having a party. Yeah, maybe? I think that was right. Something it was like LA Live. Mm-hmm. Maybe like large spherical things. For <laughs> maybe so. That's all the news I have for this week, gentlemen. Did I miss anything? Uh, what about the the Animal Crossing Fire Emblem mobile actually, game. Actually, I did write that down. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot I did write oh, that yeah, down. Oh, yeah, another Nintendo that. mobile game. We but that's all, be all the information about. that we it's, have about They're going to have an Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem mobile game this that's fall. It. Or a mobile app. Yeah. yeah. It's not called a game. I'm curious um, as to how that's going to work. <laughs> Nintendo announced that they've sold a lot of Amiibo. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How many Amiibos yeah, a lot they, now? They plan on making more, too, right? 53.6 million Amiibo. Is that the plural? What? It, yeah. Amiibo. It's oh, like yeah. moose. Yeah. It's like how you it's pronounce Pokemon in plural as well. Yeah. That fi- 53 million sounds impressive, but let's break it down. right? Break it down now. There's Go. Go. different Go. types of Amiibo. That's mm-hmm. really only like 6 million people. <laughs> True. No, a representation of the entire population. <laughs> in that so, there. Out there's of, a table full of Amiibo. Out of the 53 million, 24 million, uh, 24.7 million. Okay. Are actual like figures. Okay, so like figures. what about forty percent? The cards. Um, yeah. So and twenty eight point nine million are cards. Yeah. That doesn't fucking count. Fuck right, you, right. Nintendo. That's the point. That's because yeah, you. I bought numbers. a pack of. Um, so that's six animal. amiibo. Like no. I bought a pack of Animal Crossing amiibo cards. So that's six. Yeah, that's what I'm amiibo. Saying. I mean, right. It's like fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now what's worse, that or when Microsoft says, you know, we have six point three million hours of. Oh, interactivity yeah. with our users because they don't want to announce actual sales numbers yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because their sales numbers are bad. Like, what number seems high? Like, so they're going to just say, oh man, 20 billion hours of Quantum Break have logged in. <laughs> which is a great game, but maybe but it's then not... also like 17 billion of that was rewound. Exactly. So you got to do the math there. <laughs> is that like going into reverse on a really expensive sports car to reverse the mileage? I think the same yeah. I tried that once. It worked. Oh yeah. <laughs> Must have been an old car. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It didn't Federation Force get delayed? Did it? I think it did. I didn't see that news. Just last week we announced the. Re- I mean, we reported the release date, but I don't know. I didn't see any delay. Like, news. is it? Was the release date in August? Yeah. Okay. Well then. The um. So speaking of uh, Xbox and Microsoft, they've announced a new batch of backwards compatible Xbox 360 Ooh. games. Is Red Dead Redemption one of them? Um, yes, if your definition of that game is Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not it. Um, another uh, famous game that you may have uh, played before, because this is a, this game has a, a long-lasting legacy uh, in, in regards to the video game industry, and that's Galaga Legions <laughs> DX, which was like this kind of no. one-off attempt to recreate the success of Pac-Man's Championship Edition, which was phenomenal. 
Um, but the Galaga Legions was bad. It just wasn't good. It didn't Actually, have the Galaga. Reminds me, speaking of a game with like crazy particle effects that get in the way. That game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, I was waiting for you to lead up two Geometry Wars, and I was oh. like, Oh, well, that's well, already. Those don't get compatible. in the way. No, okay. and they don't. So yes, no, the, they don't. They, the they two... actually, it's amazingly, they they no. beautifully blend into the battlefield. Frogger and Galaga are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. Great. I was listening to another podcast, um, and they were talking about how the Xbox One supports the HD DVD player. And I don't know if that's true, but I've got to find out. Because <laughs> I've got my HD DVD player. Yeah, it's still. called Blu-ray. No, man. I've got... Look, it's the look and sound of perfection. I've got all these movies on HD DVD. Hey, Most like of said, them are still... Sealed. They have the same menu for everything. So that's that's awesome. I love that. Well, I you have that, that next to your Betamax collection. No, and I never... Your, no. <laughs> uh, you see, the reason why Laserdisc HD collection. DVD is superior is it has DVD right in the title. <laughs> There's no confusion. True. And most of those movies cost me like two dollars. So, because I got them like when it was done, fairly was recently. Done. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna hook up that HD DVD player to my report back next week. I'm gonna let you know if it works. I'm gonna watch Tremors in HD. <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh, that uh, basement battle scene should be great, dude. Graboids. Yeah. You, Graboids. You. you know what else I have on HD DVD? Slither. <laughs> Who doesn't love Slither? That movie's great. Directed by James Gunn, mm-hmm. director of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. Yeah, his his then wife at the time would uh, eventually go on to star as Pam from The Office, and she's in Slither. Whoa, she's the secretary at the police station. Popular role for her. Anyway, it's a funny <laughs> movie. If you've never if you've never seen Slither on HD DVD, then you've never seen how perfect that film is. I've not. You should come over, and we'll see if it works. Okay, I'll be sure to do that. That's all the news that I have. That brings us to my new favorite segment of the show. Rumor has it. You said you rumor. Said, you said you, it's rumor. You me rumor. about using that hard R. I said rumor has it. You said you rumor. Said rumor, has it. Has it. rumor has it. I have it on tape. I think I rewind it. Yo, we're going to rewind that. We're going to show you. <laughs> anyway. I'm making you very upset about that. <laughs> what, do we ha- what do we have this week in this dumb segment? We have one rumor. Only one? <laughs> Only one. Man, the wheelhouse is Well, just... there was two, but one became debunked. So uh, wait, let's, to... let's go back. Oh, yeah, What's what that? about the rumor from last week about Borderlands 3? That's a thing now. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah, oh, I missed that. They announced that it packs. Yeah. So I think. The, well, yeah, that was what the rumor it? was, yeah. but it's like I like I. We talked about the, it was the, the, the panel was going on like, like right. Yeah, and someone said like, "Oh, the Borderlands two release date," and some guy goes, "So you mean three? And no, he said three. I meant two. I never really got into Borderlands. I don't know. Kind of weird, I guess. And it's a very popular. Um, game. one I didn't really get into. Two, That's, I loved playing with my roommate, but playing it by myself, I didn't really care for. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I feel like that game was at its best when you had people playing with you, and that could be a co-op or it could be someone. You yeah. know, multiplayer was the. But uh, we we're talking about Battleborn earlier. Um, I feel like that's the kind of comedy that you would really like, Stephen. You don't like it's the, not like meme heavy because as much as I love, um, not the dankest of memes. <laughs> I, I really like uh, Drinkbox Studios games, but they're overuse of memes is great. Yeah, they were all over me. Guacamelee and it was like, kind of Just get rid of that shit. Yeah. Stop dating your games. You wow, know? I'm so curious now. Guacamelee was riddled with memes. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. There's there's like movie posters or posters everywhere that are just of memes just now. like like uh like Sudden Clarity Clarence and, and it's a Mario um, movie or something. Really? I didn't now have to uh, Guacamelee was always on my list uh for so local good. co-op games. It's great. On Steam. It's great. Okay, now that you guys have said that, I will be getting it. 
because that's something yeah. that I was, you know, like my wife and I always try I mean, to find I games actually, to play uh, I haven't played the co-op. So if you like Metroid I, Castlevania style. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my concern was just the quality. And the videos looked fun and everything. But oh, that's you a great can, game. You can show it's off a lot of awesome things in a trailer. Phenomenal. I'll have to check, but I may have two Steam codes for that that I never use. I will trade you Steam things for that because I also have a plethora of other random Steam codes. Sweet. Awesome. The uh, the rumor I got debunked, I was really excited for, because um, it was rumored that Mighty Number no. Nine got delayed again oh, to December. Yeah, that would have been good. According to an oh, Xbox man. store listing, but it turns out because uh, I guess we're backwards in our date writing methods. It just that was a European date, so it was twelve slash two, right? Which is just February second, which but is the original funny, release date. If that but, was, if that was an actual thing, I just would have laughed. At that <laughs> but what's funny is that date. Is a Tuesday. Is a Tuesday. So, so it was like very believable that this was the new date. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> typically, like a placeholder date would just be like December thirty first. Yeah, like exactly. that's what they do. But this said like December's. December second, and yeah. that's a Tuesday. So it was like, oh fuck! Of course, like these new like what are they called? Online leaderboards? Some kind of new thing to video games that you know cause delays. It's called for a MOBA. Year. It's a yeah. MOBA. <laughs> Like, Whatever these things are there that it's causing delays. I, I'm, get, I'm getting to the point to where like I don't even think this game's been started. <laughs> I mean, yeah. judging from what I played at E3 about a year ago, I would agree. <laughs> Their like, PR teams are just amazing. Yeah, they're like, they're like how how long yeah, can we they pay don't PR say shit. to just to just feed <laughs> the? I mean, all they update with is like community fan art. We uh, and videos of Inafune making Mario Maker levels. <laughs> Everybody knows God, that he's you... created more in Mario Maker than he has his own damn game. Well, it's easy to make a level in Mario yeah. Maker, but no, you can't release a Mega Man style game without online leader. I know, cards. right? I mean, it's I'd just be absurd. I can't it's imagine insane. any Mega Man game ever without online leader, especially two. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Finally, someone agrees with me. We're branching paths in the world map. Hooray. <laughs> so the rumor I do have that's still holding water or strong right now is according to the uh, the PlayStation Store listing, uh, rumor has it that the next Call of Duty game will be called Infinite Warfare. Call of Duty Infinite, does, does Infinite that, Warfare. Does that mean you're going to be playing this game for an infinite amount of time? Speaking <laughs> of which... Uh, before the show, I stopped by Best Buy and got a brand new copy of Call of Duty Ghost on PS4 because it was on sale for $5. So why That's not? Probably yeah. You would have more fun throwing $5 in the toilet and watching the it spend. opportunity oh, cost, um, you, you do realize that the time that it takes to play the game is worth more than <laughs> Absolutely. And what's your personal value yeah. per hour? You could be playing another game. I mean, like for severed. a game like this... I mean, it depends. Like a game like The Witness, I'd have paid two hundred dollars for. I think what The Witness is worth. It's so I would also have paid two hundred dollars. But like Call of Duty Ghost, I mean, any more than five dollars. <laughs> but and I think uh, your personal time value though is what's outweighed here. If you're worth at least twenty five dollars an hour as a human being, I mean, even minimum wage, I mean, they're ripping you off. Yeah. You <laughs> that was them, my point. That yeah, was you my gave point. you gave yeah. them five bucks to waste your life. That's true. I mean, it, it might even just go on my shelf and I'll never touch it. That check <laughs> check the Amazon trading value. It might be worth more than five. Yeah, that's true. Like, there what, you go. Do they take new? Yeah, oh, I'll go to Walmart. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I got oh those for Christmas. It's, it's still sixty bucks at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. There you go. We are, we figured out the game. You can. Okay, uh, so I don't. Okay, I don't approve retail fraud. Way, <laughs> that's fine. No one does. But speaking of retail fraud, but it's so how many copies were left? <laughs> whenever you, well, I'm were. sure they still have a few. Interesting. This is a good rumor um, <laughs> mm-hmm. because I mean, 
why not? We know it's uh, Infinity Ward, right? That's yeah, true. and I mean, if it's if it's kind of like Infinity leading Ward to what the name sounds like, this is space, space and space that's what Call people are saying. Right. And I mean, you know, Ghost had the intro in space, mm-hmm. so it definitely it's just lean it's, towards that. It's like the Mario Galaxy conundrum. It's like we had Mario Land, now we have Mario World, and we had Mario Galaxy. Now where does he go? Mario Dimension. Mario Dimension. Well, he, that's he, good. Yeah. That's, um, and that's but it's like went. we had Modern Warfare, we have Advanced Warfare, now we have Infinite and Warfare. And then you go to Call of Duty Maker, where you can just <laughs> make your own Call of Duty levels and share them with friends. But yeah, the uh, Halo you just go back to World War II. Right. The uh, the post from the PlayStation Store is quickly pulled down. So this makes me think this is a good rumor. This well. is a this this rumor is an onion uh, because it goes a little deeper if you peel a layer yeah. away. Layers. So there's a second element to this rumor uh, that this game is going to come with uh, an HD remake of Modern Warfare. Yeah. Without the multiplayer, right? Well, It'll just mm-hmm. be the campaign. That would be. Well, would that well. make you buy Call of Duty Infinity? No, because four four is like. <laughs> Online is what I love. Well, yeah, but they want you to play the new online. Well, right. Well, not the old online. It's in space. So my question is, I know zombies in space is kind of <laughs> cool and everything. Right. But are they going to add aliens? I mean, they don't usually do... Yeah, Infinity War, Infinity War, Infinity War with the quotes. Yeah, uh, they don't really do much of that. Right. Infinite right. War. Infinity Infin- War is Marvel. The, uh, yes. <laughs> it, it is infinite. Yeah. The... Um, yeah, zombies was always Treyarch's shtick. Okay. Right. And then didn't they do aliens in one of them? They did. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, they did. Which one was that? Because it was the president's. It was like yeah. the president's, uh, like Nixon. Is that Black Ops 2? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's what? Treyarch. Like ex yeah, aliens like, or? Like actual President Nixon shooting. It was just Mexicans climbing the wall. Oh, uh, <laughs> was it zombies? So, so. Was it the president? I don't know. Man. I don't remember what the presidents were fighting, but they're aliens yeah, in one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, from um, space. From space. I mean, and they also had that. Uh, was it which Call of Duty was it? Maybe Modern Warfare Three that had the moon. Maybe level? that was the one with the aliens. Modern Warfare Three. They had the moon level. Now no, I have that to was Ducktales. <laughs> best moon level. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Super difficult. Insanely difficult. What now? I was I'm, I imagine alien like as, as of the day we just celebrated a few you know like and and the the xenomorph. It was like, a moon map, up. not a moon Ooh, level. They should, but oh, I, I have my fact check. Oh, you oh, actually oh. might be more correct. Whoa. It was Call of Duty Ghosts, which is the last quote unquote Infinity Ward Call of oh. Duty game. That extinction mode where you fought against aliens. So aliens might come into this one because might that was be them last thing. time. And then that could be why they put it in space. Because they're like, could you know be. what? We're not going to bring aliens to Earth again or no. Earth. But we Earth. could you know, we could easily put them in space and it'd be okay. Yeah. Of course, you know, Activision doesn't already have a highly successful space shooter already. Let's make another one with Destiny. Oh, right. Is I that forgot. space? I feel like that's like I – mean, I know there's planets and everything. I guess. But I don't feel like, like you're not in space. super high-end sci-fi stuff when I look that's at that. That's true. Well, I don't think point. that a Call of Duty game is going to have – Well, I don't think this is going to have like, like floaty physics or anything Oh, like no, no, no. I just mean like, you know, like black nothingness and space shuttles and Well, going apparently you haven't played the moon level Anti-airlocks. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I, – I played – I got it when it came out and played it for I think about a month or so. You have a PS4? Um, uh, no, I got it on uh, the earlier uh, consoles. I think I oh shit, did I have it on 360. Oh lord, so. I'm yeah. sorry for your experience. That's why. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was cool and everything. That was also when it was in its most bare bones of states. And mm-hmm. after you played it for a week, that unless you were grinding, that was it. So that's yeah. why I was just like, okay, you know. And, and my wife and I were both like, okay, yeah, we're we're done. Like we can we can do other things. I wish us. I had that strength. 
<laughs> Tons of my friends, still, just like you guys, though. I, I have a couple of them that they it's it's like you know they're heroin. Whenever they're like, no, I'm clean, and then like a new expansion comes out, and they're like, I need it. Like, yeah, I need to, to what is it Iron Banner? Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm, I think that's like the draw to it is the multiplayer is just so fun, which is very rare for me in games. Like I, I'm I'm usually pretty picky about multiplayer. No more Destiny. We're talking about Rumor Has It. Yeah. <laughs> Rumor Has It. Rumor Has It. Destiny coming in yeah. September. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not. That's been confirmed to not happen. Has it? Yes. Well, Destiny, yeah, Destiny 2, oh, but okay. not the new expansion. We'll see. So, we rate we, we rate Rumors now. Oh, okay. Good Rumor, Bad Rumor. Steven already rated Call of Duty and I, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare as a good Rumor. What do y'all think? I think this is uh, on my scale of duh rumor. Okay. Because, oh, rumor. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's Call of Duty. It's going to be coming out. I mean, yeah, I assume that, that that's also not something that's crazy sounding. You know, no, uh, it's, it not was, that, it's, it's yeah. not that Call of Duty's coming again. It's just like this will be Infinite Warfare. Infinity Warfare. <laughs> yes, Infinity Warfare. So, are you wondering what, where do you Infinity go from there? Literally, like you said earlier. Yeah. Do you go, do you go back to World War II? Infinity 2. Infinity and Infin- beyond warfare. Infinity. Infinity T O O. Also Whoa. infinity. Yes. Yeah. So infinity on top of an infinity. All of these are good ideas. <laughs> yeah. They need to hire the uh, Game More Express podcasters <laughs> to help them in there and their mm. title creation. We they got a good. Who works they got Call a good team over there promoting so. Call of Duty, so they probably don't need us. Friend of the show, Ben Lewis, is works on uh, marketing for Call of Duty. Awesome. So. We have no inside tips. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't really ever talk about anything Him like that. Work. So, so yeah. this is from the internet. Yeah, we get all of our shit from the yoga Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see what's coming out next week. Uh, well, I guess today, Pokemon Rumble World is going to come out on your Nintendo 3DS is this the machine. Third Rumble game. I don't know. I lose track of all these fucking games. I think this is the third one. I only played the first one. I played the first one with my sister on like the Wii. So. Yeah. Uh, next Tuesday, Battleborn is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then a little indie title called Push Me, Pull You. It's coming out on PS4 and PC. Hmm. That's it for your new releases next week. Let's check the old email that's, box. That's the same direction. Right. <laughs> Would you like a description of Push Me, Pull You? I'm excited. It, it, just reading the description made me want to play this game. Because, as my internet slowly loads, a fantasy sports game where two teams of two players control opposite ends of a worm-like being and wrestle for control of the game balls. Okay, so this sounds like, uh, so I played the demo of uh, Trackmania Turbo. Yeah. And it had two-player mode, and so me and uh, my (laughs) friend were, like, going to play, and all of a sudden we realized we were both driving the car. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great, yeah, that's a great two-player mode. Was it one person goes and one person steers? No, we were both going and both steering, and it just, like, averaged out, like, whatever you were doing. So, now, my question is, is that what it was supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's, I that's hope the mode. So. That, okay, that is the mode. so that wasn't a bug. You both that steer, it. you both gas, you both yeah. break. And it, it just averages it's out. It's the average. So if you both pull, one person pulls left and one person pulls white right, or you, you just go straight. straight. You go straight. Perfect. Yeah. The point is, like, when you play that mode, you're trying to screw up the car as much as you can. (laughs) So, just, like, constantly veering off the wrong direction. That's funny. Uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is our email address where you can email us just like Brandon. Why did you look at me when you said that? I want you to email me. I'm not going to email you. He's on the show. He says, yo, GameWare. 
there was a lot of speak about demos last week, which made me start to feel nostalgic and wonder what happened to game demos. It seems games... I did not read this I before think we the show, just by the way. This, it seems games put out betas now rather than demos, so here's the question. Do you think demo discs would be relevant in modern gaming, and why have we been deprived of this glorious service this generation? Because okay. we don't need well, it anymore. Let's talk about why demo discs exist. So yeah, we'll talk about demo discs. We already talked about the first part of this email. Yeah. So demo disc existed so that you you would buy a magazine, yep. right? That or go to Pizza Hut or go to Blockbuster. Yeah, the yeah. only reason the demo disc ever existed is so that you would buy something that it came with. Now, occasionally a game would give out like a demo. Like there was a Quake demo. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you would just get that for free or maybe it was $5. But ultimately you would get your demo discs, you know, from PC Gamer, from PlayStation Magazine, from Xbox, whatever. Um, demo discs, we love them because we're all kind of nostalgic. Yep. I still have like all my Dreamcast demo discs. I'll never get rid of I think of I have my yeah. PlayStation one somewhere. But demo discs aren't a good idea now because nobody's really buying magazines anymore. I know you get your game informers because mm-hmm. they're just giving that shit away, uh, <laughs> quite literally. But there's there's no like EGM or maybe yeah. there is it's gone right yeah. yeah that was so, that was my go to also like you, why do you need a demo disc you just download, download it. it yeah, yeah. Like, I could download the demo faster than I can go to a store and buy a magazine and come home right um, but they still there are no demos right mm-hmm. they there are they're all betas yeah well yeah and you can't go on your PS4 and like. There is a demo category, but yeah. there's barely anything there. Mm-hmm. It's not like when the 360 and the PS3 were like everything had a demo. Mm-hmm. Yes, everything. you know, I had an NBA Live, uh, I don't know, 2006 <laughs> demo on my 360, <laughs> and I not that one, not that one. Not, you're making the Jesus pose, um, visual podcast. So, but I had I never deleted that demo because it was. <laughs> It was my basketball fix. Like I really like basketball video games. Yeah. But on the 360, I never bought one because just that. I would just play that demo, and it was enough for me. To... I've got a great game if you need to fill your basketball fix. What's that? NBA Street Volume Two. Okay, I think fantastic. I own that, yeah. But, yeah. So I don't know. I, I would love demos, and I think there was a rule on the 360 where if you released an Xbox Live Arcade game, you it had to have, had to have had a demo. To. Yeah. And now there there is no Xbox Live Arcade game, which is actually just they you know cut the point at a game and, and like, if you demo. buy it it's just like a one kilobyte unlock code mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah probably um that's like all it all the right. xbox live games. you know, you know a great game. demo yeah. on steam quest of souls yes seems like a pretty cool game i'm just saying i do like demos and that's <laughs> certainly a good plus one. i also find that now like especially after like games like Street Fighter Five, it's like they they realize people are willing to pay sixty dollars for demos. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and that's what they're calling beta access. Right. So yeah. that's that's what I'm currently we're we're trying to figure out what's most apt for us because you know the demo is not a full representation of the game, but we want to save that for the people that want to get beta access and want to get alpha access and want to do some fun stuff like that. So if a demo isn't a demo anymore and a demo is a beta and, and betas are given via some other kind of monetary incentive. <laughs> Then what are demos? Like where did where did that go altogether? I look at Steam demos every single day. That's part of my like my routine. I go to Steam. I see what's on sale. I see what's released. I don't just look at the ones they have there because that's only like a tenth of what they release every day. Um, and sometimes you sift through the twenty you know 
uh, DLCs for music-oriented games or something like that. But there are still a shitload of demos that release every single week on Steam. Right. Like, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Steam's like the Wild West. You can just do whatever. Steam is. Mm-hmm. And people – so if you get through Greenlight on Steam and you have the ability to create a, an object on Steam for promotion and sales, then you can release a demo at any point in time. So, like, any, you know, if you if you if your idea gets greenlit, then you can release a demo, which is what we did. And we're we're looking at the rest of these demos, and a lot of them are like RPG Maker games, where it's someone has a passion project, and they're like, I really want to make this fantasy story. So they don't know how to code, they don't know how to do any kind of art. They they make uh, an RPG Maker game, and then they put out like the first chapter as their demo. Those are more realistic demos. So what you're seeing, as far as what I've been able to gather, is a lot of like solo people or small indie companies. Like us, we put out a real demo or something more reminiscent of a demo, but it's we can't compete with mm-hmm. the demos that these other people are doing. So Steam is a great place to look for. I think that is the new demo disc. Steam. Yeah. Steam. Uh, yeah. Does anyone remember uh, their first demo that they bought? The first demo disc that they got? Uh, I don't Mine remember. Mine was probably a PlayStation Underground. Yeah. That, but did you specifically remember the game or a game that sticks out in your mind? Spyro the Dragon. See, I think yeah. Spyro is um, one of my earlier ones too. Yeah. Tunnel B one. Nice. Yeah, I would say Whoa. Spyro. For that. me, it'd be nineteen ninety four PC gamer and it was Cannon Fodder. Um, mm. which I'd never played Cannon Fodder before. Um I guess it was new at the time. I don't know. Uh and I think it may have been on a three point five floppy actually, not even a CD ROM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that game fucking blew my mind. And as soon as I found a box copy at a Babbage's, I bought that game. <laughs> I bought Cannon Fodder on the Game Boy Color. That's a keyboard mouse game. Um, yeah, yeah. Or really, it's a mouse game, but it ported pretty interestingly to Game Boy. So Game Boy Color. Game Boy yeah, Color, remember, Cannon Potter. But no, that. Cannon Potter on PCs my, was definitely the first demo experience I ever had. That PlayStation demo disc I had, I mean, I remember playing Tunnel B1 a lot. And then it had Tekken on it. And then it also had, like, like you know how it was set up in squares and you kind of just picked it. But if you, like, press triangle, it would flip the square. Right, so, like, right. one of them had a video of Independence Day. <laughs> That's right. The game. And I remember, like, watching that, thinking, like, how mind-blowing it was seeing this 3D plane fly around. Wow. And I always wanted to play. I never played that game. You better go find it. I should. I, I should, should find I, Independence Day on PlayStation 1. I have to take it back because Cannon Potter was not my first demo because the shareware, shareware from id Software was – or Apogee. Uh, everything that Apogee pioneered in the early 90s, 1992, 93, w- it was all shareware. So, yeah, it was. W- like, I would, d- I downloaded the Wolfenstein shareware uh, over a bulletin board, you know, with, with a dial-up modem, 14 four dollars. It took, like, three hours to download. It's probably 400K of data. And then how long did it take to install? I mean, it, it, not long, not long. But that that was that would have been my first beta ex- or First demo experience. It's yeah. a confusing term. Right it's yeah. confusing. But um, yeah, that and that was that was a download actually. So not on a disc or anything. But I, I remember when they did release uh, the Quake One demo. You had to go to GameStop or it was Babbage's or EB Games at the mm-hmm. time, and it was a, on a it was on a disc. It was on a CD-ROM, and they had put every game it had made, like uh, all the well. Wolfenstein and Doom, that was all on there, kind of hidden in the disc. Mm-hmm. And it also had this, uh, like, Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor soundtrack to it. But you could hack that disc, not hack like I'm two keyboards typing like I'm in the Matrix, but you could unlock all you of those open games. open it up with your computer and you, you could look at the disc. There's yeah, a way that yeah. you could get all of that data and you could just mm-hmm. play all those games. Like, why did they do that? Why did they put all of their, I don't know, 
kind of fun. Some programmer somewhere yeah. did that. They put all the all Doom one and two and Wolfenstein just on there. So going back to coding, it was probably easier to do that and put a cutoff switch than it was to like take a piece of that code Maybe, and have yeah. it still work. Probably so. And just have it there, like you were saying yeah. earlier. You know, with the the Xbox Live demos, it's the exact same way. There's like yeah. on button. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. here's yeah, the rest of the game. Remember, like every time you downloaded an Xbox Live arcade demo, right. like it came up in your achievement list. Yep. Like, so I mean, you were downloading the, just full, the full game. game and it was locked. You just when you bought it, yeah. You, and that's probably yeah. why Xbox Live arcade games had size limits so early on. Like your game has to be smaller than 250 megs because every time someone downloads it, they're gonna get the full game. Yeah, and over funny. time, they kept making the the size limit larger, and then eventually they just got rid. Mm-hmm. Here's a follow-up question. Have you ever purchased or found out about a game strictly from a demo disc? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Count, Toy Commander. <laughs> I mean, I played a Toy Commander demo on my Dreamcast, you know. Like, mm-hmm. what is this game? I bought Spyro the Dragon because of yeah. that demo disc that I had, you know. like Same. Yeah. Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. It's funny. What about, have you ever bought a game because of a demo disc, like Zone of the Enders? Oh, yes. Bought a game just for the demo. <laughs> Same I think we've all done that. Final Fantasy yes. typo. There you go. So, Thanks for that email. BrandonGameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Let's wrap this show up with special stages. Who wants to go first? I went to a music festival on Saturday called Jazz Fest, and it was really fun. Nice. I ate lots of food. Delicious mm-hmm. yep. New Orleans food. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> I, had a, I didn't get sunburned. sunburned. Yeah, I didn't get sunburned at my festival until last week either. That's, that's right. Yeah. And I'm very too, yeah. pasty. Yeah, I didn't. also get got sunburned drunk really early though. <laughs> but I had a fun time at the beach. That's good. Oh yeah, for happy your birthday! birthday. Happy Thank late you. birthday! Yeah. Neil hit the big three zero last big weekend. Congratulations! <laughs> I'm coming up on dirty thirty. Okay, y'all can't just take y'all special stages from last week and then say them again this week. That's not how oh, this was game that works. My special stage yes, last we all talked about how we were going to go outside last weekend. So. Nope. Yeah, and now I'm talking oh, about how well with outside went. <laughs> oh, I have one. follow up. This, this crazy drunk guy that was next to me during the Pearl Jam concert got arrested in the first song. <laughs> nice. And dragged away. So that was fun. <laughs> he just was Special. like, I don't know. He was he was not aware of his surroundings, and he kept just bumping into people. Mm-hmm. He constantly wanted to high-five this kid. Like, after anything happened, <laughs> oh, and no. it, every time he would high-five this kid, he'd hit this lady in the head. That was like, and she turned around and started slapping him in the face, and she was like, "Stop hitting me in the head." <laughs> she was so upset, as you would be. And he was just like, "I'm sorry. I'll try to I'm not." I'm sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. And he every, like before Pearl Jam started, which is a band. Um, before they started, <laughs> he constantly would turn around and ask anyone that would look at him, "Have you seen Pearl Jam before? Have you seen Pearl Jam before?" Like, and if someone said no, he would always look at me. Like, I'm supposed to do something about it? <laughs> you there. Because he asked me if I'd seen them, and I was like, yeah, I've seen them like ten times. And they're really good. <laughs> if you like them. If you don't like them, you probably shouldn't see them. Yeah, they're really did great you... if you can hear them. Yeah. Did you say that so he would leave you alone, or you no. actually have seen Pearl? I've probably seen them like Steven 15 loves Pearl. Gosh, yeah. okay, cool. But, yeah, so he, uh, I don't know, something went wrong during their, their – and they, man, they opened with State of Love and Trust, first of all. Whoa. We all know that song. <laughs> because we play it in rock band, or at least I do. You play it in rock band. I play it in rock band. But anyway, they never opened with that song. So this guy's losing his mind because they, they opened with such a unique choice. Yeah. And he's hitting that girl again. And anyway, so everyone starts pointing at him, like hands in the air, pointing down. 
And then eventually I notice security is over and the security is trying to get his attention because we're actually by a barricade oh, okay. to where there's like walking security, you know, five feet away from where we are because we're right near the stage, like right near it. Right. Well, not in the pit area, but behind that. So anyway, then a cop shows up and drags him over the barricade <laughs> and then handcuffs them. And next thing I know, this guy's got a sandal like clenched in its teeth. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and he gets dragged away and everyone starts clapping in our little area. That's intense. Yeah. I'm just glad he got out of there because he was uh, – mm-hmm. people just want to enjoy the show. They don't want to defend themselves against the – 49-year-old drunk guy. <laughs> That's every single concert I've ever been to. The 49-year-old drunk guy? At least one. You got to point at him that's, like they did. How, then, how has it taken me this long to know that that's the easiest way to deal yeah, with those point. people? Apparently they'll say, what are you doing over there? What are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, special stage. And that's that's a new instrument that yeah, he's brought in here. Straw. Um, oh, one of my favorite moments of Jazz Fest actually had nothing to do with Pearl Jam. Uh, it was during Galactic Set, and Charlie Tuna, who's uh, a rapper, came out on stage, and it's probably the best song I heard all day. It was really cool. Galactic so. is awesome. Galactic nice. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. For mine, <laughs> they released a trailer for Batman: The Killing Joke, the animated. Feature. Is that like a demo or a beta? <laughs> uh, it looked like Same a thing. beta because it's the alpha. Man, it's the alpha. The yeah. animation looked really shoddy. Yeah, I heard it. Like bad. it looks bad. Like I guess they spent all their budget on getting Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as Batman and the Joker. Isn't this like the most popular graphic novel? Yes, it is. Like Batman. if you want someone to read a Batman comic, you give it's them the Killing Joke. It's the quintessential Joker. I yeah, think, tome as well. Exactly. And it's rated R. It's rated R. But man. This looks bad. It looks bad, but like it, it's so conflicting because like growing up with Batman the animated series with Conroy and Hamill, it's like this is my childhood. And when they open their mouths and talk, it's like yes, this is Batman and this is the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it and you're like, this looks terrible. So I'm probably gonna buy it just because. Sure. So it's Sonic <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, it, that was just rough. But it's such a good story. I'm just so conflicted. Okay, now I remember. Okay. Uh, I'm doing a co-op Let's Play of Donkey Kong Country 2 on Saturday, which is tomorrow. Will that be streamed live on the internet? No. Okay. It's going to be video. Like I don't a... really do much live streaming on like Twitch anymore, unless it's for my team, Level 42. Okay. This is just for me. So. Are you using like a camcorder to record this thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have capture cards. Okay. You know how I do I'm going to send you my 20 VHS tapes so I mean, you can see my Donkey Kong high score. I hear like That's video. Like six hours <laughs> long piece, so. I have a VHS tape of someone playing the PS2 Contra game without dying. Whoa. Oh, speaking of sending in videotapes to see uh, <laughs> things, uh, actually one thing I really loved was uh, Walter Day wished me happy birthday. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Whoa. We met him five years ago at E3. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's wow, pretty that's awesome. Yeah. Cody. So this was a point in time in which I just state something that I've done over the last yeah, week. Yeah, something you want to talk about, something cool, extra something stuff. extracurricular activities. Um, bonus round. Bo- special bonus round. Oh, okay. special <laughs> stage. Um, uh, so we'll be getting a new intern potentially soon. Oh, there we go. That's uh, that's fun. I mean, I, I'm always really happy to help build up people that are trying to get into the game. Is this someone I can boss around, or is it like another artist? Another artist. Damn it. Yeah. I just want someone to like. You need to find coffee. your own. Uh, mar- uh, community <laughs> manager marketing intern. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to LSU, talk to the the, uh, the communications people there, and we like, can offer you no money, no college credit, no, but tons of exposure. <laughs> so and you much can get exposure. Yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, uh, luckily for all our interns, it won't be over. But, no. <laughs> um, or at least not in the office. So uh, that's cool. Uh, working yeah. on that pretty soon. And, um, man, I'm trying to think. Of it. There's, like, something really cool book-wise that I know was announced recently uh, other than the X-Wing animation thing. The Bible Part 2. <laughs> The Finally finished Ooh, it. I know uh, something kind of exciting. Isn't that just that, the Book of Mormon? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyone familiar with Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series? Yes. Uh, no. Legal issues have been solved, and it's going to be becoming a television show. Oh, what, wait. Is Netflix doing it or HBO? I don't know. Or Showtime? I don't know. Or, or CBS. CBS. I'll have to read Lifetime. I just saw, like, I can't wait for the laugh track. I just saw the headline where the studio announced that, you know, they resolved the legal issues, and it, it's going to be coming out now. That's awesome. That's cool. Cool. Game of Thrones episode the two. Bible two. <laughs> Bible two. Game of Thrones episode two. They're probably the same thing. Like the Electric same thing. Boogaloo. Should we talk yes. about Game of Thrones? Is that I love the that... part when Peter Dinklage turned into a dragon. That did and not Luke happen. Skywalker that didn't up. happen. Nope. <laughs> I like both of those things. I the, want um, to see Peter Dragon. Seriously out. though, the that scene where the Carl Drago was buddy. The, <laughs> The new, the, the new call. Like, di- diet, diet, Caldrogo. New Dothraki. Yes, he's totally slim version. Yeah, Caldrogo. Is it me, or was that just like a Gamefacts conversation? <laughs> yeah, like that's message board chatter in that what, scene. What's the better than seeing a naked woman? Here are five. There's a list of five. You things won't believe are, these five things that are better than seeing a naked woman. It was all very anachronistic for me. Uh, yeah, like not not just that, but I mean. For some reason, this this whole latest episode, almost all the dialogue, like they were saying "fuck" more than often than they did. They were yeah, never, what's up with that? Yeah, have they ever said that beforehand? Because it's not it a, some, it's, but not a lot. I mean, because it's, it's all fan fiction. It's all not real at this point. <laughs> Basically, like, well, yeah. you're right. I yeah, really who, think that's where it's who at. They hiding this stuff. D and D, apparently me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. David, David and DB, yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, uh, but I thought, yeah, the whole the whole listing thing where they're like dude bros hanging out, <laughs> like you know, they're like they're like, yo man, what's b- naked ladies? Super awesome. Yeah, like that, no man, that whole scene was just bad. It was very cool. so it was like the Dorn stuff. Yes, yes, they're yeah. acting uh, right the, the entire time. Even they didn't believe they were because the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the two main the the two main actresses and this is spoiler stuff. But like whenever they see something happen and their eyes go crazy, like you can see for a moment, you're like you're like they're they just talked to the cameraman, you know? Or you're like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't feel like they're they're giving a shit at all. It's just like the office, like and that, a side glance and at the camera. Was, yeah. And I think this was like the first time really in the series that like so I know like. When they show things in a chronological order, it's not necessarily like chronological in time. Mm. So, like the whole thing when the prince died is very confusing. Whoa! Our- wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Now spoilers, we're by the spoilers. way. Spoilers. Um, we edit that out. Maybe I'll look into that. <laughs> we'll edit this whole thing. Out. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know. Guys, yeah. we're gonna talk about Game of Thrones in this podcast. <laughs> but, but so he was painting the eye rocks, presumably for Marcella. Mm. So that means he was on that boat. How did they get on the boat? <laughs> they were on the dock. Whenever the boat left, <laughs> but now they're did they like get in a little rowboat and like follow them? Like, where did uh, speaking of boats, where maybe. did they get that coffin? Because there's a there's a coffin. Oh, on the boat. Just, oh yeah, they're carrying the Luckily coffin. Luckily, we had this boat. coffin, <laughs> an elegant one, too. a very nice coffin. Maybe nice they coffin, they, they went somewhere and got a it coffin. got it and then went back to King's Landing. Like everything about this episode felt kind of. Off. Speaking Very. of boats, is Gendry still rowing his boat from yes. like season three? Maybe yes. that's whose rowboat they <laughs> yeah. stole. You you answered your question. That's exactly it's Gendry. Um, well, uh, learn more about our opinions of Game of Thrones on our new podcast. Uh, I don't have yeah. a name for Gameware it. Gameware of Thrones. Gameware of Thrones. Gameware of Thrones. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Express. Express, yes. So the next episode, um, and, and a lot of people I talked to um, were underwhelmed as well, and everyone's like, okay, they're setting up. It's, a yeah, set, it's the, the first setup. episode. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. But, but I mean, like, look at season one, episode one. Exactly. Well, you have done to, it well, well, you have to like, clutch people yeah. on a pilot. It's different. Right. Additionally, yeah. though, they had a lot of stuff to talk about. So my, I didn't know they were going to fit. I mean, because they touched, like, everything. Yeah, every cliffhanger except for, from, except for, right. A couple yeah. of select characters, and they yeah. still just neglect and you know yeah. ridiculously. Also, the episode started with a six-minute like recap, and it ended <laughs> yeah. with like an eight-minute behind-the-scenes. Yeah, so this episode was like forty minutes long. Where they it's apparently like, used a uh, I didn't watch picture of Arya that was actually someone cosplaying and not really her. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. It's Okami's cover all over again. Oh god! <laughs> so. That is it. That is in the show. Cody, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you and your stuff? So I am on the internets uh-huh. uh, all over. If okay. you Google Cody Louvier, you might find me. But uh, you can go to kingcrowstudios.com. Um, our Kickstarter is currently in the last 48 hours mm-hmm. uh, of its uh, – well, it, It'll be more than – less than that, excuse me, uh, <laughs> uh, by the time you edit this, right? Right. And um, – uh, so what we're currently doing is we're going to be revamping our website and relaunching the demo with a big, better representation of what will be in the final game as opposed to our actual demo. So really we're going to launch a beta that's going to have a demo. Uh, so it'll be a beta demo. Can I get this in the newest issue of PC Gamer? Um, only in the Excellent. newest issue of PC Gamer. Uh, and you have to wait for that to come in the mail. Okay. So, uh, But if you go to kingcrowstudios.com or questofsouls.com, uh, you can check out our cool stuff there. And we'll be doing updates over the next month to show people our progress and how we're changing and taking the feedback that everyone's given us and turning it into an awesome product. Got a lot of positive feedback from the past month. Totally. Start and everything. So that's really encouraging. We we have a long way to go, and we've had a lot of opportunities open up for us recently for um, finding funding the uh, graphic, um, doing some graphic assets, some graphic design, and application development. So in addition to that, we've got a lot of plans in the works. I don't want to announce anything officially just yet because I've got a lot of advisors I have to talk to. Right. Get the GameWare exclusive scoop. Yeah, but hey, I can show up again with some exclusive stuff. There we go. Now we'll talk. Yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> Ooh, I love keychains. Hey, there you, we have stickers right now. Hey. I'll bring some out of the car in a minute. <laughs> so yeah, Facebook.com um, slash King Crow Studios. Twitter at King Crow Studios. Instagram. Instagram at King Crow Studio. Because Damn of that character, character limit. limit. Man. Yeah, that sucks, yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Really, they did that to me. All right, the w- the Crow. one extra character they could right. just give that to me. Just give me that. It's ridiculous. I mean, like it's 2016. You should have just left off the W. <laughs> mm, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, because then it's still phonetically the same. True, yeah. true. <laughs> I'll think about that. We'll, we'll revamp. Uh, we'll revamp our Instagram. Can't change it now. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I'm at V for Extreme Twelve. I have a GeoCities uh, Lord of the Rings <laughs> web ring page. Uh, so sign my guest book. Um, you can find it on Alta Vista. You just type in the search bar um, for Stephen Martin's uh, Lord of the Rings fan page. So Use the Babblefish while you're there. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm at Frisk My Nuts. <laughs> And you can find Gamer on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash Express. Listen to us every week on SoundCloud, where I post it on Fridays, as well as on iTunes, Xbox Music, and Google Play. Check out questofsouls.com for our Kickstarter and more information on our game. 
Cody, we we'll definitely need to have you on for our E3 hype show since you are coming with us then. Yes, I, this is my first E3. I'm super pumped. It's like I'm a kid. I'm really hoping to see Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb there. Because that's <laughs> that was like 2011. Are you now. sure? Because that's all I can think of. E3 in my well, head. Is, I mean, Adam Sessler will be he there. Will be he will there. be there. He'll be working Friday the 13th. Morgan that's Webb, right. I think. I don't know what she does now. Not. No, no, probably there, not so much. Yeah. I want to send her a tweet. So, hey, Morgan. Probably block you yeah. or something. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. Um, so that is it. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me this evening. Everyone out there in listener land, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.